this is what I really look like. He singed you know. off his mustache. It would be as stupid as if we would have just left the mustache on Henry Cavill. <laughs> What's my intro? What? Oh, Shad, I have to tell you something sure. really pressing while you're looking for your uh, your intro we uh, thing the... that you're going to do that's a blurb that you were going to talk about. Yeah, blurb. You got a blurb. What are you going to talk about? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet of you. Thanks. To say such a thing. Um, there's a board game out that's new. Really? Yeah. What's it called? Um, it's two words. Okay. Uh, first word. Oh, God. Are we doing this? Sounds like... Mm-hmm. You didn't tuck your ear. You're supposed to... Sounds like... Ecret. What? Secret? Yeah. Okay. Um... You're not supposed to say it either. You're supposed to... Are we doing charades? I've never played charades. It? You never played... You're no. not supposed to use your words. Second word. Um... What do you... What... I, the only ever... I've only ever seen it go sounds like. What's the other ways that you can tell about a word? Um... Let's do it like, uh, uh, sounds like, looks like, tastes like, uh, I don't know what this is. So it looks like, it looks like a dictator, uh, secret, uh, secret Hitler. Yes. <laughs> There's a board game that you can buy on Amazon for $35 and you get free shipping called Secret Hitler. Cool. This game is a fast paced game of deception and betray and betrayal. betrayal. Not not portrayal. portrayal. I would. Oh, I mean, I guess kind of. It has beautiful wooden components. Mm. It's a solid game board with foil inlay, yeah, and hidden rolls and secret envelopes to five to ten players. Four, to, five to ten. To, to five to ten. To you would tens. think that I've never read in my life. Look at this nice thing. Secret Hitler, Chancellor. Yes, Palpatine. Secret Hitler is a dramatic game of political intrigue and betrayal set in 1930s Germany. Players are secretly divided into two teams, liberal and fascist, <laughs> fascist, known only to each other. The fascists coordinate to sow distrust and install their cold-blooded leader. The liberals must find and stop the secret Hitler before it's too late. Wow. Um, yeah. There's a game that's, uh, an indie game that's been in the making since, I, th- I want to say 2012, the guy's been developing it, and it finally came out, it was in, um... It was in alpha for people to like kind of that have like backed it on on Kickstarter and stuff to play early at some point last year. I don't know if it's actually out out yet or not, and I think it's just called Spy Party. Okay. Um, but it's like the exact same thing, like where there's somebody it's like a multiplayer game, there's somebody at the party that is like a murderer or something, kinda like clue esque, but it's a big party with lots of other people. And uh, you're supposed to, like, figure out by using, like, guess who questions almost in a way mm-hmm. and, and different other ways to figure out who the person is in this crowd of people. Um, it kind of is like once you figure out who it is, then you're like, oh, it was me the whole time. Because you're supposed to be looking for this person and they're supposed to be blending in like an NPC, like a non-playable character, like the one of the AIs that's just walking around. Mm-hmm. So you're just supposed to like kind of blend in with the crowd and make yourself look like you're one of these people, just like a mindless uh, AI in a way. I see. And they're supposed to figure out which one is you. And then the spy or not, uh, the person that's like looking for them is supposed to like snipe them from across the way. <laughs> But if you kill an innocent person, then obviously you lose. You're a loser, yeah. So you have to use like spying and uh, 
guess whoing and and yeah. stuff like that and deceit to actually figure out who it is. I'm like I'm the secret Hitler. <laughs> Adolf. Yes. Episode thirty-eight. Yes. And this it, one. And it, this you have a joke about thirty-eight? Um, no. Okay. I know that uh, uh, an eight cut in half is a three, so we're like ha- uh, one and a half threes. So, and it would look like three threes because it's thirty-eight. So it'd be three, 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 mm-hmm. and if you multiply that by two, it'd be six, six, six. The symbol of the devil, Illuminati confirmed. Yes, great job. Yeah. Oh, you can get the Trump pack on Secret Hitler. Oh, your secret role is Pence, Bannon, Spencer. Oh, that that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. You play on your phone too. Check out the Secret Sittler. Oh, it's facts. Did you see what it did there? Secret Sittler. Secret Sittlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in code. Do you want to talk about trailers? Yeah. Trailer talk. Trailer talk. I don't know why you're doing all of this because that's this is where I'm going to put the the the, uh, the the song anyways. That's our sound effect board we have now. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me hit. Let me hit another button real quick. There's a little bit of a delay. There's a little latency on it. Hold on. Just give me. Give me a moment. It's got to kind of warm up. Um, here we go. That's a good one. That's one. Let's hit the Y button. Oh. <laughs> X. <laughs> I was laughing too hard for that one. I like it. Um, we watched trailers. We did. We watched one uh, just before we came in here. Do you want to talk about that one the first? The big one. Sure. Might as well. Joker. Jocker. Ha <laughs> ha. Jocker ha-has. Ha-ha. Jocker ha-ha. Jocker ha-ha. Yeah, so uh, we, got a, we got a trailer finally for uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Yes, we do. And you liked it? I do. How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. He uh, He's skinnier than I thought he, he was going to be. He uh, quite a bit of weight for this role. I, he doesn't look like it in the face, which is what threw me off when they show his body. Maybe he's just got like a big head. And that's why, like, I you can can't really, like lose a lot of weight in your face because your head's so big, yeah. so it just kind of stays the same. Yeah, I imagine that if I dropped like sixty pounds, I'd still not look that much different in the face because my mm-hmm. head's so large. Yeah, yeah. You, it's like, like, a like if me, like I would lose a lot of neck fat and some cheek fat, but I think the majority of it would be where it's at because I've got a very large head as you well. You think people carry a lot of weight in their head that uh, you could lose? Yes. Anybody? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fat heads. Oh, those bad things. You know what I mean. Those um, things that stick to the wall. Yeah, those. The ones that are like football players and shit. Yeah. Um, the, so the movie, it, it's got a it's got a story, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, so we actors back story to Arthur Curry, how he became the Joker, like what drove him into the madness. I got, what's the lady's name that is from American Horror Story that was his, plays his mom? Oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, his mom. I just couldn't think of her name. I thought you were going with Zazie Beetz. No, not Zazie Beats. We got so, Robert De Niro in it. Zazie yeah. Beats. Uh, I see it. Frances Conroy. Yeah, yeah. She plays Penny Fleck. So yes. Author Flex. So uh, their relationship, they're setting that up to be pretty weird. Pretty. Uh, I, it almost personal. seems like she's just like they were. Yes, like in a way, like you kind of described earlier, kind of very Norman Bates esque, yeah. but maybe like a little bit less like kissy i want to touch my boy inappropriately kind of a thing maybe he just like they were extra extra close he didn't have a dad and this is like all he knows and he just wants to take care of his mom kind of a thing yeah could be 
But, Could be more innocent than yeah. Norman Batesian. Uh, something I didn't realize until I had watched it a second time, because I guess that would probably be the third time I've seen it now. Um, the second time I watched it, the kid that he pinches on the other side of the fence that makes the big smile, that's supposed to be young Bruce Wayne. That's what I've heard, is that they're that yeah. they're speculating that it's a Bruce Wayne. No, it is. That's the kid that's cast in the movie as oh, Bruce, they've young actually Bruce said Wayne. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's, a, there's an Alfred, a Bruce Wayne, and a Thomas Wayne. Oh, wow. Um, that have all been cast into it. Gotcha. Um, so that okay. kid is the Dante Perriaria. Perriaria. Olson. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yes, young Bruce Wayne, and then let's see what our. I wish they wouldn't have announced. Remember, quick on this. This is our. This is our Alfred. Douglas Hodge. Gotcha. And Papa Wayne is Papa Wayne. Brett Cullen. This guy. I've seen him in stuff before. Maybe yeah. He was in Dark Knight Rises as a congressman. Oh, he was that congressman. Um. Yeah. I. I kind of wish they wouldn't have, an, have announced that he was uh, Bruce Wayne. Like I like the idea that maybe it was Bruce Wayne. I told but, uh, I, I told Mandy with it. after we watched it, uh, one of the things that popped up in my head would be cool if they did like have the movie play out kind of the way that it does, and then have the after credit sequence or something like that be you seeing uh, uh, Thomas and Martha and Bruce walking out in the alleyway, and then you just see him like coming out of the alleyway, just not even him, but you just see a silhouette. Like, see them walking, and you just see that a silhouette of him, like, with... yeah, and then just cut to black, and you just hear, like, gunshots, and that's it. Maybe the pearls hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old pearls hitting the, the ground. Pearl. You gotta have the pearls hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. Have to now. But yeah, it, uh, it looks like it's shaping up to be a, a solid flick. Mm-hmm. As uh, solid as my bowel movements. Solid Arthur Flick. Arthur Fleck. Yeah. I see what you did there. like that. And I love it. Uh, Do you watch any other trailers? New uh, Lion King trailer uh, came out, I think, earlier today. Yeah, I think so. Um, it was the Circle of Life. It was. Uh, I got to see the transition of young Simba to grown Simba in okay. this one, where you know, from the original, whenever they're walking across the, the log, the log, and it's the same thing. You get to see that kind of transition. Um, you see him as grown Simba at Pride Rock, screaming or growling or whatever, yeah. roaring. Rather, he's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> just, it'd be awesome. Donald Glover just go ah, just really I stepped on a thorn. <laughs> um, and then at the end, you uh, you see your Timon and Bumbo doing uh, a wee mo way, oh yeah, and singing uh, nice. in the jungle together. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. That it's this one to me didn't do it for me as much as i feel like i I, i'm obviously still would one want to watch it eventually i'm probably not going to go to the theaters to watch it same thing with aladdin i don't think i'll go to the theaters watch aladdin but i feel like the aladdin because we were all just dogging it so much after the first trailer after seeing the genie being blue and the face not matching it being weird and then getting that second trailer hearing like Seeing the mu- hearing the music, seeing you know Raja, seeing the flying carpet, yeah. hearing them actually like sing and stuff like you know what the iconic is, and seeing that you know oh the genie can be just a regular you know African American or not African probably African period no yeah. American no, no American uh, walking you know alongside Aladdin and not having to be giant and blue constantly yeah just you know kind of drove me into being like ah oh, cool I definitely want to watch this and this one. I, I want to see it still, but it didn't have as much of a change for okay. me. I was just, I feel like about the same on this trailer as I did the last one. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. I, I think this kind of falls into that pit of what I, 
I normally consider, I've already watched a trailer, I know what this movie generally yeah. will look like, and I'm ready to Which be done watching trailer. It's weird because it's like they're saving the second trailers for these movies that are remakes uh, to show music that's going to happen. I see. You know what I mean? Because they didn't show. So there was more there music. There was no music. The... They didn't do the Awima Way, like in the jungle stuff, until the end. Um, you know, you see mm -hmm. Timon and Puma actually like singing as they're kind of walking through the forest, which is very iconic to the movie. Same thing with Aladdin. You didn't hear them, you know, yeah. Aladdin and Jasmine singing a whole new world. You just kind of had the second one. So orchestra. It's like, it's like that's one. like their marketing campaign. It's just like, let's test the waters first. Okay. It, it's kind of iffy. Now let's give them let's some give singing and seeing what's going. Oh, people are more responsive to it. Cool. You know, I, uh, it seems like that's the route that they kind of went with it. I think I already said this, and I, if I did, forgive me. But uh, I totally want the Animal Planet version of the Lion King movie where it's just James Earl Jones narrating over mm -hmm. the the movie. Because uh, it, is, it is nice hearing James Earl Jones do the because he did it again in this trailer where they do everything the light touches. Yeah, and I'm just like oh, Darth. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It seems like the older he gets, the more he doesn't have to do the Darth Vader because his voice is just getting old, like a little low. deeper yeah. and groggy. As you get normal. older, your, your voice just gets lower. All they would have to do is just like have Mufasa have like a breathing every now and then, and it'd probably yeah. play out pretty well. Yes. Um, so that was another one I saw. You you have another guy. Have you seen? Uh, I feel like you did. Bright the Brightburn trailer for two the second trailer. I don't know. It was the one that was in the theater. Okay, yeah, I, well, they had a first trailer we talked about before. And I got then you. the second one came out, and that's the one where you actually see the guy, the chick with the glass in her eye. Oh, you yeah. See that, that yeah. Part? yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie's going to be fucking It crazy. looks good. I remember you I remember you talking yeah. about it, and then it was Essentially, in... it's, like, it's like, this is Superman's origin story. Yeah. You know, but with it being like a weird horror twist, just being like, what if Superman is meant to be inherently evil? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... I think it's this is uh, James Gunn's producing it yeah i think you're right yeah i thought at one point right. in time everybody was blowing it up like james gunn's making a return to it, horror and i was nah, like i don't think he's the director or the writer his. he might he might be directing it because they were talking about a movie that he was going to be uh releasing that he was he wrote or no he didn't write he did his not brian gunn and mark gunn wrote it okay so those no, brothers um he does have at least a brother i don't know that guy's born in st louis he's from the loo I'm going to say Mark might be as well. So yeah. is James Gunn from St. Louis as well? I don't know. Well, I'm going to look are they up. Are these brothers? Are That's these what I meant. The, Maybe they're like three brothers. Are these the Smothers brothers? Three brothers. Well, there's another gun, though, that is in... It's I'm going to sneeze. God bless you. Yep, um, yep. St. Louis, Missouri. He, they must all well, be brothers then. Yeah, because there's another, a fourth one that is an actor in Guardians of the Galaxy also. Mm -hmm. So he's... He is just producing on Brightburn then. Gotcha. So well, he's, that's cool. But then his brothers are the co co writing the Brightburn. They're criting. They're criting the Brightburn. Yes. And they're all from the Lou. Yeah. Who which knew? Which is neat. Yeah. Who knew they were from the Lou? I bet that uh, at some point they'll have some spots in uh, in the Comic Cons and stuff there. Probably. Just because it's a chance to visit home. Um, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, that movie looks good though. The Mama. It looks, it looks very good. Um. We got the, I know you've seen this, the Adams Family trailer. Yep, we just watched it today. Yeah? How does yep. it make you feel? Uh, I'm excited for it. It, it has. It's very reminiscent of, I think, this art style that they're going for with the, like, the CGI tied to it. But the art style is reminiscent of the actual original yeah, like, hand-drawn sketches it and is. stuff it's, that they had of it. It's the, it's the, uh, the original um, comic strips. 
Yes, that were that were. Which is fine. awesome because like the Wednesday looks like the full like pin like yeah. Wednesday like she's just like straight. It's like if you gave Oblina us from uh, Our Real Monsters. Oh, okay. Like yeah. so, like she, you were just like okay, here have regular human parts and clothes instead of you know what I mean it's yeah. just kind of that weird like almost like a balloon animal like just a blow up the balloon yeah body long it's uh it's it's different um i think there's some parts that look really good and there's some parts that don't that look a little underdeveloped i don't know if i wouldn't say even rushed i would just say that i don't i'm not a big no, it, it's the animation more than it is the actual art i would say um, and it might just, just, just clean. feel like yeah, that's what i meant i feel like because up until i think the trailer just came out today uh yes. was it yesterday yeah okay. yesterday so it came out yesterday um and up until that point we literally had an image of the actual characters in the house and and a logo to go with it and that sure. is going to be coming out around october we know it's halloween now and then we finally get this trailer for it but it seems like the trailer like you said, almost like it was rushed. Like they're like they have like a lot of more polish to go to it until I'm October hoping. comes out or yeah. something. I mean, yeah, I hope so too. Unless it's, I mean, it could be that this movie isn't really a uh, that so they're not going a hundred percent in it. I mean, there's a lot of movie. It doesn't, you know, you have movies that are similar to this. I would say like a Hotel Transylvania quality mm-hmm. of things, and they have a great voice cast connected to it. They've got, I mean, it's a name. You would think that they would put yeah, it into I it. So, I didn't know. I couldn't put that Nick Kroll was Uncle Fester whenever you hear it at the end. Whenever he's like, oh you uncle my bell. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. had like one of those voices now. Bette Midler's grandmama, but we didn't see her at at all in this trailer. Yeah. Um, but but it, uh, I think they'll they'll do okay. Uh, I hope that they do get a little bit more time on there. Yeah. That, that isn't like finished product. That they're going to finish yeah. it up a little bit more. Um, watched a trailer for The Dead Don't Die. Yes, I have that on my list as the, well. Uh, the Adam Driver and Bill Murray and um, oh, uh, very Chloe Star Savigny. Savigny. Yeah. That movie is chock full of people. That don't uh, die. Let's go. So we got Chloe. That cast Savigny. is awesome. Chloe, Chloe Savigny, Adam Driver, Selena Gomez, Bill yeah. Murray, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton's awesome. She's mm-hmm. like a Irish samurai. Mm-hmm. And, and the most pasty samurai that ever <laughs> lived. Uh, this kid, Caleb Jones, Steve Buscemi, Tom Waits, Steve uh, Iggy Pop in there. Yes. Danny Glover Rosie in there. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez, yep. Carol Kane. Carol Kane. Carol Sarah Kane's Driver. awesome seeing her active. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a really cool movie. Uh, it, I mean, it looks like they're just, it's stupid. It's mm-hmm. And it's stupid in all the good ways, you know. Uh, it's a Jim Jarmusch I, joint, I, like he's I, writing, directing it. I feel like this is going to be one of those movies that's like, it's either going to hit hit hard for the public, or it's going to die and be a major flop, and it's going to have a big cult following. Yeah. Like one of those things. I feel like, regardless, there's going to be a cult following that goes with it, but it might be one of those movies that the overarching public might not really be, yeah. like, they'll be like, it's star-studded, but the acting shit, you know, yeah. or something of that effect. And it's not a great movie. Watch it one time, laugh, and then get over it. And then there will be those people that are like, I cling on to yeah. fucking Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. Not mm-hmm. that those weren't widely accepted, but not everybody watches those. Those are more what I would consider cult classics that this could fall under. Well, and, I mean, you're not, you're not hiring... There's no actor in there that's, like... I mean, Carol Kane's probably your highest caliber actress... In, actor in the entire movie everyone else is even bill murray is not like the actor's actor 
And Adam Driver's not the greatest actor. Um, I mean, Bill Murray's pretty high. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Because he's, he's up there. He's Bill Murray, though. He's not an actor. He's playing himself 90% of the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a he's not a good person, but he's as an actor, he's not really bringing a lot of oomph that would cause anybody to be like, oh, did you see his performance? It was amazing. In you heard movie. it here first, guys. Uh, Shad thinks that Bill Murray is a horrible person. <laughs> he hates him. He hates all of his movies. That's exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. It's a, to the T. Uh, but now I'm also looking at this movie, it's been a lot of money. They're going to make it all back, and it's going to be considered at least somewhat a success, I right. think, for sure. What do you think about that Nosferatu trailer? Oh, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, like it. I, mean, I haven't watched any of it. When does it start? Did I it start? No clue. It did, I didn't know if it started yet. No, but it hasn't started yet. I think they're leading up to it being... I don't know if it's going to be in the middle of, like... Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead is when they're picking the, when this thing's in to kind of fill that gap, or if it's after Fear before regular Walking mm-hmm. Dead, uh, June second. Yeah. So during cool. Fear I, the Walking I, Dead, I, I, like I said, I've never read the book, so I really don't know what to kind of go off of as far as all that goes. But yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about this <clears> except for that it looked cool. Like, yes, it looks cool. The the character, like it all seemed. What is it with like Christmas Town? Yeah. What is that all about? I don't, I don't understand that that part of the you know what I mean that point in the premise of it. Um, like it's all it's like so. All I was of the, say it's all part of the story. All, all, <laughs> of, all of the zombies and or not zombies, but all the vampires are all in Christmas Town, and somebody wants to destroy Christmas Town, and you get teleported to this place. Or, what I like about me is, is that you hold me tight. Is that I don't know anything about it and I haven't tried to know anything about it so it's going to be completely a mystery for me. Like Zachary I'm going to watch this show. Obviously looks like he should be a Nosferatu like the, he is the old vampire guy but his name is Charlie Max. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It doesn't say anything about slash vampire boy slash uh, Dracula of Nosferatu. He just his name is Charlie. And yeah. Sure. I, I'm, I'm just making a statement. Normally they'll be like Oh, he's also a vampire guy. I mean, but if vampire guy's name is just Charlie Manx. That's a boring vampire name. <laughs> Mittens is dead. Um, did you watch the Pennyworth trailer? Yeah. How'd you feel about that one? Uh, it's like he's James Bond. I don't need it. You don't? I don't need it. Uh, I'm, I'll watch it. And you will? I, yeah, I'll watch it for sure. Um, but like I, I told Manny, I was like, it looks really cool. But I mean, it almost looks like... I didn't think that in his stuff, like, he did secret assignments and things, but he was supposed to be just a member of, like, the SAS in, like, all of the old stories. He was never, like, I'm, like, the fucking MI6 James Bondy type guy that's going to be dressing Dabonair and going places. Well, is it, hasn't this only been addressed in, in the Earth One storyline? Yeah, but that's what I meant. There's only two volumes, and I don't know if they have it really dug deep into it, so... Yeah. I don't know. I think they kind of just left it open, I guess, from what I know. Which I, I guess this, one, this is nice one. and that makes it seem like this could be where they go with certain things. I mean, but that's the other thing, like, this is how this how will this tie into him eventually leading to being, you know, just going back into being Butler, Penny out. Uh, yeah, yeah and I guess that's where I, I kind of drop off is that I don't... I, this is the least interesting part of the story is yeah. like 
let's talk about the guy before he met Bruce, but we got to try to figure out a way to make it interesting, but not yeah. too interesting to, because we got to pull him back into being a butler at some point. No, I'm just assuming that at one point in time, they are going to like probably the first episode, you know, leading into whatever the next episode will be. I would assume the first episode is going to be like, all right, he's in the British military. This is partly like a training montage. You have him, you know, learning how to be what he is and stuff. And then they realize that he's like a top recruit or something. We need him to be basically like a spy guy for us type of a thing and make him like a James Bond character and then lead that into whatever the show is going to be from the second episode on. So I'm assuming we'll probably still get that. It doesn't show any of that in the show. This is just me speculating. But yeah, I, uh, I kind of like the idea that they would do, like it. It lacks connection, like Alfred being the 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 furthest. Like if there's a Batman circle, Alfred's kind of on the outer crust of like characters that you really are like. Oh, I know a lot about Alfred. And Alfred's yeah. like he's kind of white bread. Um, he's there to help, and he's done some cool shit along the way. But he hasn't really been there a lot. So it's like, well, what really pulls me in? And it almost seems like if they did a version of this... What can make me care about Alfred Exactly. Would be like, if this was all a a story of old Alfred Mm -hmm. retelling his time to an interview for being the the butler with the Waynes. Like, Thomas Wayne is interviewing him, and he's like... Why are you, um, why are you, what makes you worthy of being this? And he's like, well, let me tell you the story. I know that it's not, they could do something like that and have it just be narrated by what's his face that plays on, plays him on Gotham. Yeah. I I don't know. Not that it would be like, I think they don't have to. They wouldn't have to. And I know they're not going to. I just thought that that would be cool if that was, if that, if they do what you do, what you, what you said, do what you do. If they do what you do, if they do what you said, yeah. you know, kind of that way with it, I would rather have that guy be the one that tells me and narrates my story. He's got if a nice I had voice. to put, yeah, that's what I meant. If I had to pick somebody to you do would it, kind rather of thing. pick Michael Caine. No, oh, no? I don't know. I don't Michael Caine. <laughs> tell me, must win. No, uh, go back to the butt cove. Um, <laughs> it's like what is? Uh, so, <laughs> but kind of going yeah. back on it with that. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with the whole Alfred being kind of on the outer crust. But I was trying to say at one point in time mm-hmm. we do there's in I think it was Court of Owls that kind of all led up to it. But it talked about like his dad at one point in time in Court of Owls, Alfred's father, because he was uh, the butler for the Waynes before. And I didn't know. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if it, has it ever been said how Alfred came or the Pennyworth family came to be like. You're going to be a butler, and you're going to be a butler for these people. Well, they've always, I think it's just been, from what I know, and I don't know that much about it, but it's always been, the Pennyworths have always been the butlers for the Waynes. They've yeah. always served the Waynes. That's um, what it seemed like they were trying to make it like, it's It's always been this way. Yes. You know, for the past couple of hundred years type of yeah. a thing. And that's, they whenever they show like the old, like, uh... The old Waynes, then, you know, during the Court of Owls, and it's like your, yeah. my first iteration into like that older of amount of history, like this is like 300 years prior mm-hmm. to, you know, Bruce being a thing, even, and you seeing that happen, and there's like a butler there that's a pennyworth. And like, it's almost Alfred's time to come over because dad's like, you know, I, I'm into some sketchy shit with this Court of Owls now or something yeah. to that effect. And, and that was something that kind of all tied together. And his dad died on the property, and then Alfred comes over. But, but at that point in time, Bruce is already like three or four. Yeah, you know, so that like everything kind of led into that eventually. But. And the other part that is with this is that that version of Alfred and the Pennyworths doesn't necessarily have to tie anything to do with this show at all because 
that the the thought of him being part of the the British military is a completely new concept from maybe ten years ago when Earth One came out. Right. And it was it's like and Earth One being its own version of an origin. Um, is that so how do they play it differently, I guess, and and will people get that or will they be like, No, this is he was this and this and blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't wanna like, like said, it's it's nice to speculate with this character because he's one like you said, he's so white bread and he's so on the outside. It's easy to speculate because that's all you could he's, really hope to he's do. Wide open canvas. Yes. He's and a blank that, that's that's the that's the cool thing that they get to do with I guess the so you're show. Right. Absolutely. You know, that they get to really kind of help you write an origin story for that. Whether the comic books end up following suit with yeah. something like the show rights, you know, I would assume in a similar vein now that there have been fucking, this is going to be the third season of Game of Thrones that have come out that has no tie to anything of the books because the books haven't been out yet. Yeah, you know he's been writing the sixth book, and he he, he got past that point of where they were out of the books and they were just like, all right, where do we go now? Mm-hmm. And he's helping them write the stuff. You know, I would assume that a lot of the stuff that we started seeing from the books and how the story is going to end or in the in the show, we're going to see how that story ends. You know, pretty soon. And I'm sure that whenever he finishes out the book, that he's going to translate some bits and pieces of that back into his own writing and stuff, too. So it wouldn't surprise me if we saw some of that translate over. But it makes me excited to see, you know, kind of where this character goes. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it seemed cool. Weird that we talked about the most about thing that you were kind of not so interested in. (laughs) That works sometimes. I don't have any more trailers. I I watch a couple of game trailers, like video game trailers. Oh, cool! Uh, one counts. for um, a game called Pine. Okay. Uh, it's on the the Switch. Um, the, kind of the Nintendo Switch. The the Nintendo of Switches. Um, it kind of looks like a a neat kind of somewhat open world game. The graphics aren't like top notch, but it's it's kind of yeah, an I've, interesting. I've this trailer. It's the, like all the weird monsters that are standing up and they're fighting each it's other. It's like kind big of moose and big alligators yeah. and foxes and it's all like everything's kind of humanistic. I think like two weeks ago, probably, maybe, it might have been right after we had dinner uh, podcast, but uh, they did a, uh, a Ninties, uh, Nintendo Indie titles that are going to be coming out and they had a bunch of different titles that mm. were on there that would be coming. That was where I watched it. one of those? Yeah, that was okay. one of those. I watched a, bun- a big block of all those that are coming, but that's where I saw it because me and Mandy were out there watching uh, a bunch of them. Yeah, it, it stood out to me. It seemed like a, a kind of a neat, not necessarily like an, oh, this is a brand new concept, but it definitely was like, oh, this is a neat, kind of looks like it could be potentially open world kind of game uh, that looked interesting. And then they had the... Stranger Things 3 video game, mm-hmm. which is also coming to Switch, uh, which is, I guess it looks like it's the same structure uh, and everything as the mobile game. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I don't think I would want to pay money for that. No? No, it seems like a, just a movie, like a TV or movie type show tie-in thing. And Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Uh, it just, it's got a cool feel to it. I, I mean, that's the thing I like about it, which is what I like about the mobile game as well, is mm-hmm. it's just got a... Um, and it's kind of whatever you yeah, call March that kind of twentieth. It would have been right around that same time. Yeah, um, whatever you kind of call that game, kind of game where you can wander around Week. and do uh, do mm-hmm. that shit. Um, Very reminiscent of a uh, beat 'em up mixed with uh, like almost kind of like a gauntlet esque game in a way. It looks cool, and I would I would totally play it. But I don't I don't I I've had been burned by so many games that are. 
of the same genre that have either been like way too difficult to even want me to bother and weren't playing or they just kind of played that garbage because they were just like, we need to get something out there to promote the thing. Yeah. That's cool that people can buy for like 10 to $15. Yeah. Like I did that with Scott Pilgrim and I liked the Scott Pilgrim game. It was fun, but it was really, really fucking hard and I could not get past the second level. Uh, I got you. And I didn't like co-op with some, uh, with Trey mm-hmm. trying to play it. And we were both like, yeah, this is way too fucking hard. There's yeah. no difficulty switch. It's just that hard of a game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it looked kind of cool and just fun games to come out for Switch and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So this is the Mandy. We watched uh, the trailer for this game, the the Red Lantern, um, and it. I after we watched it, Mandy was just like, "Well, I can never watch you play that game because it's so fucking sad." Oh. <laughs> uh, what yeah, was that's trailer, the trailer? That was your trailer. That's what I got. Yeah. Neat. Let's do some news. Let's get into it. Get into it. Give me a news boy. Oh, you want me to get into yeah, it? Yeah, get into it. Um, I'm trying to get away from this website. <laughs> oh, you don't don't get away from it. Well, you know, get I mean, into it. Nah, dive deeper. I'm good. Um, so they have renewed Umbrella Academy for season two. We got an order for it. So mm. if you haven't finished watching Umbrella Academy season one, such as I haven't, um, do it before next year because I'll have another one for you. Um, so that's exciting. I like it when uh, things that are good get renewed. And uh, we know that Netflix needs some good titles uh, since they're losing some and they the are prices, up in their prices. Yeah, I was going to say the prices are going to be like fucking $20 before we know it. Yeah, it's, uh, what is it, 17 this month is when it went up for us. Sixteen ninety nine if you use yeah. the uh, 4K packaging pricing. That's what that, per, that Am was. Am I paying for was. 4K? You might be. They have a package that's lower than that. That's like 15. I'm paying for one for multiple people. And I'm, I bet that that's the same as the 4K bundle. It might be. Because I have to have it for a bunch of we do. I mean, I, I've got the 4K thing. one. Yeah, I and mean, I have like multiple people that are on mine as well. So We do talk slow. I sound like I'm on drugs. Right now, you sound like you're on drugs. We were talking about before the episode that I listened to our show, because I re-listened re- to it and everything. Mm-hmm. At a uh, at like a one point six speed, uh, so that I can get through it. And um, so, if you like our show, but you're like, God, these guys drag on, speed that shit up. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, and we'll sound like you're in a normal conversation, or at least like you're uh, watching an episode of uh, Gilmore Girls. We're we're quick. They talk. We're they talk. They talk real fast, and they're really quippy. Yeah, we'll we'll even be funnier than we will be way funnier when they'll we're hire faster. us. They'll hire us on the CW to make a cool comedy show, or like just. Just speed it up before you get, like, we'll record, we need to record a 32-minute show for it to be a 22-minute show. Exactly. So that it's good. Uh, Sega announced at the annual fan event they host every year in Tokyo that they're releasing the Sega Genesis Mini. They got pre-sale for it. They got pre-sale for it. It's coming they out September 19th. 10 games. Mm-hmm. Of the 30? 40. Uh, it's 40. Yeah, there was a, yeah. It, was a, it was a good uh, Apparently there's two different versions that you can get. There's one that has the one controller, and it's going to be the standard Genesis uh, six, uh, 6 button, or no, 3 button. Yeah, 6 button controller. I don't know much about Sega. Um, one controller version of company coming out for $60, where you can get the two controller version that has uh, that will have those in there for uh, $80. they are going to clean up with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you think? I think it's going to be... I mean, there have been, there've been knockoffs of Genesis... Uh, things like this that have been out for years that have been sold for like 40 bucks 
Um, I've even seen some at like Dollar General and shit like that yeah. that people have had for forty dollars, and it's got yeah, it has a host of one hundred and twenty jizz games. Here's two controllers that come out for forty dollars. It's a steal, but it's like non-licensed from Sega. This yeah. is their way of getting into the market with something that's officially licensed. It has an emulator that's on it that will run smooth and nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they got the right mindset to it. They've got a good number of games. Yeah. It's more games than any other classic has had, right? Like 40... 30 is what the NES had, and then 21 is what the SNES had. So it's got... And then the PlayStation, I think, is 20? Yeah. If I'm not... 20 20 or 22 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. You know, same price point for double the games in some spots. They're giving you the ability to get two controllers or one Mm -hmm. into the pack, um... They've got. But you also got to look at it this way too, though. Apart from making just software, this is literally the only hardware thing that Sega's yeah. produced since the Dreamcast. That's true. So they've had 19 years to kind of be like, all right, let's make a smaller version of an old thing since that's popular now. We're good at this. Yeah, we might as well go ahead and just like make <laughs> spend time on making this pretty, and we can actually make some hardware sales. Yeah. Um. So the games are Echo the Dolphin. I'm not familiar. Um. It's a classic. There's been a sequel that came out on the Genesis as well. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, mm-hmm. which I had and played quite a bit. Um, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Is that like Dr. Mario? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like a Same Dr. Concept. Mario. Yeah, Con- yeah. Concept. Mm-hmm. But with Robotnik and him being evil. Yes. Uh, Toji Jam and Earl. That's going to be popular. Uh, comics, uh, comic Zone. Nobody uh, wants a game for Sonic Comic the Hedgehog. Zone. I think they already said that 2 is also going to be out for it as well. Cool. I don't know if they'll go like 1, 2, 3, like Sonic 3 and Knuckles, or if they're going to just do 1 and 2. Um, Altered Beast, which is fucking insanely popular too, and Gunstar Heroes, which I adore. Um, I adore you. I adore you too. What, are, what other games came out for Genesis? What other games came out? For yeah, Genesis? like what? What other things can we speculate will be out for this thing? Like, um, like other popular titles. I'll yeah. look them up just to kind of tell you. I mean, apart from like, I, I would assume like maybe Sonic Pinball would might be a thing. I know that the Mean Bean Machine's on there, but um, this is a completely different game. And I had Sonic Pinball and played the shit out. Do of it. Do we get like a Mortal Kombat on there? I don't know if they would do that because I I, I, because these are all these are specifically Sega in-house games that they okay. can put on just oh, like yeah. Nintendo did it with mm-hmm. all their own they didn't put third-party properties yeah. on their own stuff. Um, just like you know Capcom we talked about I think last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Capcom? No, Konami. Konami they're doing their own stuff with their own Castlevania and stuff on there too. Not that but Bloodlines the reason it's on here and not on like some of the uh, Nintendo ones. The Bloodlines was made specifically for the Genesis. It was never on anything else. I see. Um, I Sega Genesis. Do we get Mickey Mania? I don't know. We get Frogger. Frogger's not their title either, though. Uh, we got Sonic, Sonic Two, Gunstar Heroes, Golden Axe. Is that that wasn't on the list? I would guarantee that'd be on there. Um, That's a guarantee. Yeah, that's a very popular arcade title that got translated over. Genesis soon. was around for a long time, huh? Yeah, definitely. Had a, had a lot of years. Under well, its belt. it's it's the thing of it is with that is that they made other iterations of their consoles. Like they had Sega CD out, um, Sega Saturn, and other things that were trying to break boundaries, but they never stopped making games for this. Uh... So it's similar to that, I believe, uh, when the transition period was coming close to the end between Nintendo 64 and the GameCube being out, they still had like a, a small slew of games that were coming out within that window. Because I think I, the last game that they came out for the Nintendo 64 was the first Paper Mario. And mm-hmm. it 
sold okay, but it didn't sell as well as it probably should have because it was at the end of life and everybody was just like, oh, I want to get the GameCube. As they should because GameCube was a fucking awesome console. But it didn't give as much love as it should have. And I think there's probably a lot of games that came out on Genesis that were similar to that too. See, Disney Aladdin, I I played that on Genesis versus... The SNES, because I feel like the Genesis version, to me, was a better port. Yeah. Earthworm Jim would be a definite. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I was like, there's got to be something that's in my in my brain. Yeah. Um, Earthworm Jim. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to put a, the sequel to Echo on there as well. Maybe a Mortal Kombat. If anything, maybe Mortal Kombat 2. Um, I, I'm not sure, though, if they would, if if they would go to... Because, I mean, the they've got Street Fighter too. on there also, but Street Fighter was on... Uh, was on the SNES Classic. Oh. As, so I, I don't know if, how that kind of translates. Who's you got, got Shinobi. Um, Shinobi games were on there, so you probably get a Shinobi on there if I was to guess as well. Road Rash was stupid popular. Um, I've heard of Kid Chameleon. Never played Kid Yeah, I've heard that, heard that name before too. Uh, but they put yeah, Tetris on there? So. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. That's a, it depends on who's gonna have the rights to stuff. That's what yeah. said it's so hard to say because they they just did the oh, Tetris, Tetris ninety nine on, Switch, on yeah. Switch. So I don't know if that means that because EA I think owns Tetris. Okay. So it's up to EA if they're just like if they're like hey EA do you want to put the old Tetris on here and they'd be like yeah sure. So I mean it's I guess it's really at that point just at the mercy of them. That makes sense. Uh, what you got for me, boy? Uh, what you got, boy? Um, Hold on, I, I had my. I was looking at your Sega thing. Riding on my horse. Uh, what? So uh, they are putting out these characters, and by characters I mean um, we'll call them um, action figures. Oh, okay. Uh, they oh. are the the DC Luchas. Have you seen these? Nope. So the DC Luchas are exactly what they sound like. They are like the Luchadors. The Luchador versions of DC characters. Um, and they are at pre-order right now. I believe DC they Lucha sh- Explosiva. Yes, is that it? I believe they ship out in May, if I'm not mistaken. Oh shit, Batman uh, looks cool. But <laughs> I love the the old like Mexican bat tattoo he's got on his chest. They're just a little wild. They're a little crazy. Cheetah. They got um, you know, oh, Superman, Wonder Woman. Is that supposed to be Deathstroke? That's, that's Deathstroke. Yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're a little I weird. Really, I don't really like Wonder Woman's outfit. No. She looks like she's getting ready to train, not fight. This is... A, Who's this supposed to be? Cyborg? That's, um... Who is that? That's Metallo. Oh. Uh, so they've got the first six is what they've launched so far. Um, and this is kind of like the the next section of weird, goofy uh DC superhero action figures they put out. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about the we did the metal ones? I think like the the ones that look like were from like the uh, metal age ones. Uh, metal age. Uh, Is that we're talking about the the ones that look like He Man? He Man's. Yeah. He Man's. Yeah. So this is like the next section of that, and it's like, uh, yeah, you're gonna get the like the Dark Knight's metal, like the storyline. Yeah, action figures. Yeah. But you know what I meant, like that. Kind the He Man ones. Yeah, like it looked like. They just bought from the 80s. Yes. So, uh, the Lucha Explosiva will be your next set if you're into those uh, kind of action figure things. I'm not, but I think they're goofy and it's fun to look at them. Yeah. For show, dog. How about some Nintendo news? Give me it. Uh, two things. Nintendo stated that Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild are going to be supported by Labo VR. VR. So, we will have VR support for those games. I'm not sure because... 
I've only seen VR a couple of times in third-person games. The Labo? Oh. Just in, in, just in, in general. general. Not me wearing it, but like watching a video of I how see. it's perceived. Following it. Um, so whenever you have the headset on and you're following a character, like you're still playing it like normal, but it just gives you like your... You're surrounded your, your by camera it. is in like your head is the camera and it's in that that game space mm-hmm. so in a game like Mario you're able to actually like Mario will still be below you like right here while you're fighting and running and doing whatever but you'll be able to either have the option to like churn your head to kind of control where Mario will kind of run to um, and then some of those third person action games you can kind of just use it to look around and be like oh shit the temple's over there I need to go that direction yeah. and it just opens up that scope and scale and makes you feel like you've been dropped in the world a little bit more Gotcha. So I think that's the angle they're going with this, which mm-hmm. to me in like Zelda with how big that fucking game is, that's, neat. that's gonna look beautiful. Yeah. Like being able to just like look off in the distance and just like with your own head and like your eyes are that close to it and just being like, oh shit, these mountains are like right the fuck there. Yeah, like doing that and putting on headset that sounds cool. To me. Well, and the, and the price point on this has got to be one of the, it's the cheapest video game. Like, actually connected to a console VR setup yeah, because we, it's handheld. So yeah, it's, we, we talked about it before. It's kind of similar to how they do the setups for, the like, the Samsung VR, yeah. the, the Google's uh, Daydream. Have you seen anybody using this VR yet, the the Labo VR? Not yet, no. Um, I was curious if there's videos out there or if it's... Is it launched? Yeah, I think you can get... I, I think it's launched. I'm pretty sure. Because I, I saw some stuff from I was curious about the way... Because what I see in the pictures is that... Everybody's holding the shit up to their face, like holding on to the controllers connected to the VR, uh, holding uh, connected to the Switch, and they're just kind of resting it against their face, kind of like Mario's doing in that picture. Yeah. And I, I'm, I don't feel like that's the way you're supposed to do VR. Is like I don't want to hold my hands so up part here of because it, I, I don't know if because it is, it is cardboard. It's available for twelve. So. Uh, maybe when is this this will yeah this will so this will be week, this we'll comes out friday some. by the time this episode comes out um whenever you guys get this it'll be the 15th so it'll be out by then the the vr yeah um but yeah i see what you mean there's it, little it eyelets though on the side so i'm wondering if like does it come with a like a shoestring that you can tie it to your face so this one, i don't know i don't i just don't know what it's going to end up being like because i could see how they do that like you're holding it up and you play like this it's not going to get comfortable and the co- cardboard of the labo isn't going to be able to be like your console is going to weigh more than the cardboard that headset that you're wearing. There are pl- there is plastic reinforcement in there though. Like the whole entire that whole gray piece is all plastic. Yeah, I've been I don't looking know if, this know thing if the, I don't know if the plastic would be enough to like. Is that going to be able to like the way it's indentured? Is it going to be able to set on your eyes? Is it going to be like down like this yeah, the whole know. time you wear it? I guess that would it would be uncomfortable. It really would depend on what kind of support you got on yeah. it. Because if you got a nice wide elastic band, I would I would almost guarantee okay. that somebody's going to figure out some way to jerry to rig this it. type of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To make it to where you can do that because I, I it's going to be way more comfortable if you're going to have the headset on and have your Joy Cons in your hands and playing absolutely. that way with it being detached. Since they are porting over like Odyssey or Odyssey and and Link uh, and Zelda bleh, is uh, getting a VR mode. Uh, my guess is that somebody is going to make just a different version of the VR headset um, for it now. Yeah. And with like little Labo games, nobody's probably going to be really interested in putting the time into it. But give it a couple of months and there's probably going to be a, an off, uh, a non-Nintendo branded yeah. VR like your headset. Yeah, Nico or, or yeah. any of those kinds exactly. of Exactly. They're going to make their own version of it. It's going to be killer probably in comparison to the cardboard version. Uh, and then the last little bit, which is just kind of a tidbit for anybody, if you have Amazon Prime or Twitch Prime, Nintendo's teaming up with uh, with Amazon to offer 
uh, free Nintendo online service right now. Um, it is for, uh, I think you get three months for free mm. of the service. Um, but I think it's something that they said, because I had heard at one point in time that it was like you could get up to a full year. I heard a year So at it's point, supposed yeah. to be something that you get three months now, and then you can actually renew it by doing it again. Um, and you get like extended for another three months or something that effect upwards of a year. Um, the offer can be claimed up until September 2019. So that's why this is still valid. Um, it came out probably like a week ago that this was a deal that they were doing. But and technically, like I said, you know, it's old news. But for those of you that didn't hear it, that's something just to kind of hop on if you have Twitch Prime or Amazon. Uh, just go into the Twitch. Uh, they have like this little. If you go into the browser for Twitch. Um, that has this little like jewel icon that looks like a crown up there. It says Prime Loot. You click on that and scroll down, and there's a thing that says Nintendo Switch Online Membership. Learn more, and then you can go on there and claim the offer, and it does stack. So if you do have Nintendo Online right now, and you've paid for a year, and it doesn't automatically renew or anything like that, it'll add on to it, so you'll have a year and three months. Nice. So it, it will stack on there with it, too, to help you out. Very cool. What you got for they, me, Brav? They uh, just announced today that they are relaunching the DC Young Animal imprint. So, uh, a couple years ago, they gave Gerard Way his own imprint. That's where you got the revitalized Doom Control. Doom Control. Doom, Doom Control. Doom Patrol. You got uh, the Mother Gotham. Uh, you got the uh, Cape Carson has a cybernetic eye. And you got uh, Shade the Changing Girl. So, we got those four books. They were great. It was cool. Um, not Mother Gotham, Mother Panic. I just saw it on the page. Um, and then they did some kind of one-shot, little, not one-shot, but a little short four-episode, uh, uh, four, four, four issue. Good God, what am I talking about? Things throughout. It was pretty cool. Um, they did some just different things. It was kind of an, an odd um, version of DC things, kind of reminiscent of old vertigo mm-hmm. where like you'd see them crossing over with characters that were in the regular dc universe a little bit um but it was just it was cool and having gerard way at the helm of it was nice because we dig his stuff obviously yeah for um sure. so they are pumping some life back into it it ended last year um after just some they did a, a revitalization of the titles um and it just didn't quite take off and so they kind of shelved it for a bit but Gerard's coming back with a new Doom Patrol storyline. Uh, they're calling it Doom Patrol Weight of the Worlds. Um, it's going to be just a mini-series, it looks like, right now. Um, but they're just going to they're gonna see how it plays out. Um, it's got Gerard. He's going to be in there with co-writing with Jeremy Lambert. And there's going to be artists James Harvey, Doc Shaner, Nick uh, Pedara, and then Becky Cloonan, which I love Becky Cloonan's art. She's good time. Um... So super excited to see that, and then they have two other books that they're starting up, um, a little bit less um, crazy. They're not going all in with this; they're kind of taking it, sword artwork. Uh, taking it a little bit lighter uh, with this. So they're getting a, they're getting a book called Collapser, which Mikey Way is writing, uh, Gerard's brother and mm-hmm. uh, drummer for My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I'm right. Uh, he's co-writing with Sean Simon, um, and then their the artist is Elias. Kariazis. I don't know how to say the last name. Oh, look at her key she is. <laughs> um, and then there is a Green Lantern book that's actually going to be on there called Far Sector. Green Lantern's Light? Um, it's kind of it's, it's kind of tying into Green Lantern. It's not like your, uh, your 
It's not your grandma's Green Lantern. This ain't your dad's Green Lantern. Yes. Uh, so uh, the multiple Hugo Award winning N.K. Jemison and then artist Jamal Campbell are working on Far Sector. So we're getting those three books. They all start in July. And uh, so I'm excited for it. I was all in when they started the Young Animal imprint. Um, and I'll probably pick up all of these number ones again and kind of get into it. Hopefully, maybe before then, I'll catch up with all the all the Young Animal books from before then. Because I, I trailed off after a little bit, as I tend to do with books. Um, because for some reason, it's really hard to read a 24-page comic book in a month. Yeah. I have a hard time with it. Uh, I have a hard time just being able to sit down to read anything anymore, it seems like. Words are hard. I, I just feel like I need to, but at the, I know I need to. Let's let's reemphasize that. I know I need to, but I don't. Uh, a couple fun news topics. Let's get fun for a minute. Let's, let's, yeah, go. let's just get a little loose. Okay. Um, we call her Skyrim Grandma. Okay. I don't, I don't call her Skyrim her Grandma. Her name is Shirley Curry. Uh, she has a YouTube account that I think was her grandson helped her put up, and she basically she loves the game Skyrim. She plays mm-hmm. it on PC, like was playing it religiously every single day, and basically made a giant let's play that has like an arc of hundreds of episodes. That is just her playing it, and everybody kind of affectionately called her Skyrim Grandma. Um, she started getting very, very popular. Tons and tons of subscriptions and stuff. She's very popular on YouTube now. Um, anybody that knows Skyrim or any of that stuff uh, knows of, of Shirley Curry because she's just a, a lovable lady. But uh, they just announced that uh, Bethesda is going to have her uh, be portrayed and voice a non-playable character in Elder Scrolls Six. So whenever that wow. launches here in like the next you know five six seven years however long it'll be out because it's far out but um, they're gonna have her do voiceover work for it and everything just to have her in there because they they knew that she was pretty iconic to the uh, Elder Scrolls community because people know of her so hopefully she'll be alive neat. to see it yeah that'd be nice I thought I was thinking about that too I was just like they're really smart for Bethesda if you know just all due respect if. You went ahead and just pre-record those lines right now, just in case something happens to Grandma <laughs> Shirley on our way to uh, to that game coming out. Because you've got like three more games coming out before that one. So. Yes. Um, this is and true. then the uh, second one was that 2019 is the 40th anniversary of Gundam. Like Wapum Gundam style? No, like as in Gundam, like Gundam Wing, the Gundams, the, the Japanese anime. Okay. Giant fighting robots kind of a thing. Uh, it's also the 45th anniversary of Hello Kitty. Okay. Uh, so to celebrate it, uh-huh. we're getting a first cab- collaboration of the two uh, genres known as Gundam versus Hello Kitty. So giant robots versus Hello Kitty. It's happening. Is this a it video is, game? Nope. It's going to be an anime that people can watch. Gundam versus Hello Kitty. A cartoon? Uh, yeah. That's what anime is. Huh. Uh, I'm going to try and see... They, I don't think they have any promotional art or anything out for it yet. Mobile Suit, versus, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam versus Hello Kitty crossover. Uh, I guess maybe there is a uh, thing that's on there. She's going to be like flying through the sky with light, and here's going to come a giant robot with a big beam sword, and it's going to try and cut Hello Kitty, and she's going to be like, Neh. It's going to be like a, a 
anime version of Powerpuff Girls. Uh, yeah, which was already kind of anime in the way, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam versus Hello Kitty crossover for their their anniversaries. I uh, I don't like I like Gundam. Um, I watched it quite a bit when I was younger, but I've never really watched Hello Kitty at all. But this is uh, this is interesting enough to me that I think I'll watch this crossover to see what happens. Right on. Uh, but those are a little quirky news I want to share with you. You and your quirky news. Um, there is for, at the time of this launch, just a couple of days. So if you're interested in this, go check it out uh, immediately. Uh, there is a uh, humble bundle of books, classic video game books by Boss Fight Books. Have you heard of this at all? No. So they take, uh, like, let's take the, the pay $1 or more section of this to... Uh, to look at so there is a earthbound mega man 3 zct and galaga novel these are prose novels what's that they called? uh what are you talking about the books what's it called what what, 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 do you, what do you mean you just said you were talking about classic video game books what, what's the name of the book uh well, i just named them off earthbound mega man 3 zct and galaga okay these, they're all like these are these are different they're all different books but this is on humble bundle okay if that helps it yeah uh, I wanted to see what you're looking at. Yeah, humble bundle. Um, so these are all—they're like prose novels that they write serious takes on these like actual storylines of these books, and so they are—you um, know—you go through. There is uh, Super Mario Brothers Two, which has a very cute cover of an onion, a starfish, and a cherry. Um, there uh, is a Shadow of the Colossus novel a world of warcraft novel super mario brothers 3 which has a raccoon on the cover um a kingdom hearts 2 prose novel with a a nice little uh popsicle there but yeah they just they turn these comic books into novels and they're on humble bundle and i thought that that was kind of neat it looks like this first one like the earthbound one yeah is not it's like whenever i just opened up this uh pdf to check it out Mm -hmm. it's basically from like little snippets in this writing of this uh about the game but then parts of it are about like not long ago i called my older brother for the first time in a year and we talked about earthbound and it was about like this guy's experience with the game so it's not actually regarding the story it's a uh, parts of it are but parts of it's most of it's about him growing up and talking about the game well that's stupid i just wanted to let's go clarify, to the next article. clarify for everybody and make sure that everybody knew what they're getting into when they get it don't buy these they're dumb no I, it, it's cool because mm-hmm. i mean you're getting that experience you know what i mean like before we go galloping off across the plains of blah, 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 to talk about the game but then also talk about my experience playing the game when i was younger but I don't like that. That's not what I wanted. Well, that's what those are. That's not what I wanted to bring to the table. Oh, well, it's at the Dodd right now, and you've already brought it up. No. So I'm, I'm just helping you out. I'm... Can we edit that out? No. Okay. It's Stan. Next. <laughs> oh, man. Jared Leto. Morbius. We got yeah. our first look. It's also... Yeah, that was a clickbait if I ever saw it. Yeah. They're like, hey, here's this video of me standing in the street while everybody else walks around. Me. I was expecting, like, maybe we'll see a little bit of, like, the makeup of what he'll look <laughs> yeah. like whenever he turns. Maybe just something, right? Other than just, like, and then, then, like, one of them was majority of the, what's the fucking board? The action? What's uh, it called? Clackboard. Is that what's called? Mm-hmm. Clackboard? Clack. I, don't know, I thought you said clackboard. You said clapboard with a clap. P. I bet it's clapboard. 
whatever it is. Because it claps. It's just like majority of it, and you just see the back of his hair and one of his eyes. <laughs> and then the other one is him sitting in a chair with his shirt off and like a little bit of blood dripping down his face. And I was just like, yeah, it's all clickbait. I was hoping that we would get to see yeah. a little snippet of like maybe like a 10 to 15 seconds of the movie, or we'll get to see like him in the makeup of like what he looks like when he is actually the vampire. Do you think that he, what if he doesn't have any makeup? What if it's just like interviews with the vampire vampire? Like uh, that'd be really stupid because that has nothing. Like, every comic that I've ever seen for Morbius has him as the actual like living vampire at one point in time. Yeah, but like, yeah, that he's. I mean, he could be a living vampire and just be. I they would do that because Jared Leto's pretty, but they should also do the makeup because that would be fucking cool. Oh, I agree. But I just thought about that. I'm like, what if they just aren't? Maybe that's why you haven't seen it, is because he's just going to be a guy who's also a vampire. I'm a dude. Uh, I'm a vampire. Uh, uh, speak. Captain, uh, I was going to say Captain Marvel passed the uh, the 1 billion threshold, making it more popular than uh, Wonder Woman was before yeah. as well. A lot of people were like kind of comparing the two. Oh, were they? Like, I got gotcha. DC versus Marvel. Which one's going to make more money? You know, who matters? It's just a cool movie and cool story. So Marvel will always win the movie well money. they have more they have the movie money well i mean even just their <laughs> one movie like this character that has i'm just throwing it out there that they like we've got like i've watched a video of it it's like there's like 23 total dc movies including like old old superman movies in like everything really and then like marvel we're at like almost to 60 so we already got basically over double what they have definitely gonna make more money <laughs> well but dc had the chance yeah, of course. And they just choose not to. They choose to suck at it. Well, uh, like, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt that they're doing better now. Mm, I haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying, like, we've got Wonder Woman did well as a standalone. What we talked about before, like, if we just did it as a standalone, we don't have to tie it in. Aquaman, obviously, is doing well. I didn't watch it. It wasn't, but Wonder Woman wasn't that great, neither was Aquaman. I thought Wonder Woman was a good movie. The back half of that movie was, you. It was good. The Aries part, like Aries, the Aries like part stupid. was stupid. The Aries was stupid, and he should have shaved the mustache. That was, <laughs> that was, but that was their big bad. Was yeah. like, Here's let's do this. Like, whenever he had, that's what I meant. Like they could have done the CGI monster and did that thing, but we didn't have to see his face or anything. It'd be cool if it was just like black, and you just saw like two glowing eyes, and that was it. That would have made it better to me. Anyway. Absolutely, I um, agree. But I thought I thought the boss fight and stuff was okay as far as that goes. Just looking at his stupid mustache through the thing the whole time didn't really do it for me. And I know I keep bringing it up, but. It's really dumb. It was really dumb that that was the choice that they went with. It was just like, he's got a mustache already, uh, and when he's Aries, he's still going to have that mustache. Well, I'm he just like, shave it he's off. He's like a fucking god of war. <laughs> just like, make like the fire that he is brimming it out of him, off. just like burns off the mustache. He's like, this is what I really look like. He singed you know? off his mustache. <laughs> it would be as stupid as if we would have just left the mustache on Henry Cavill. <laughs> You know, I, and that's something everyone was just like because there's, that's something that uh, mm-hmm. people were doing. They're redigitizing. There's versions of Batman versus Superman that are out that people have gone through and spent time redigitizing the mustache back on his face to imagine like this is why it looks so awkward. But we could just see what it looks like with that, and it's just as awkward as them taking it off whenever he already had it on his face. To I never it. noticed it. It's just it. it I just, could never point it out. It almost looks like he's got too much lip. Like they were just like we're gonna collar over it, but oh, when okay. we collar over it. 
it's just going to stretch down a little bit more than what it needs to. So you can you. tell if you're really paying attention to it. But yeah. if you're just watching the movie, you're going to have a, you know, whatever. If it was a better movie, I would have paid attention to I it I never more. watched Aquaman yet, so I can't really judge it. But mustaches are the, like, popular. the big bad of the DC universe. Is yeah, just a that's, what's, that's what's ruining the movies. <laughs> so Aquaman obviously is popular enough. We've got these DC universe shows that for the people that can watch them are popular to them. They're doing know? okay. I'm just saying, like, it seems like, I feel like rebooting Suicide Squad and doing what they're going to do with it with James Gunn will probably be better. Uh, It'll be okay. I mean, I don't I don't even get what they're doing there. I just don't because half the cast is just going to be the same. But they're rebooting it, so... I'm just going to stand here right now and I'm just going to tell you, I'm done defending DC because I don't really care about it. No, I like I'm not Mar- saying I've always defending. liked I've always liked Marvel anyways more, it just in, in general, broad in the broad spectrum of yeah. things. As far as the cinematic universe goes, especially. Yeah. Unless we're talking about, like, you know, the good Batman's movies. Uh, you know, like Tim Burton and Christopher Nolan. That's it. Um, but then, you know, other than that, like, I could name so many other bangers as far as Marvel goes that have come out. And I don't I even like Marvel that much either. I mean, it's just that... It's good character action. No. Yes, it is. It's okay. It's good. It's okay character development yeah, i mean but the, it's just like let's let's hash through this character again let's just check it all out again yeah they gotta do that because we haven't had an iron man before we haven't had a captain america that was good before no i'm i'm fine with doing it once but do i need to see it that many times over and over and over again yeah it's a franchise <laughs> that's how that's how disney makes money i uh i don't know i guess i'm kind of i'm over the superhero movie slash show slash all of it um a little bit like the movie is definitely like i'm kind of i'm getting i'm on gonna, the burnout oh no well you don't, don't have hbo whenever your watchman comes out will you try to watch it um i probably won't watch it in real time i'll Ooh. pick it up later um i honestly thought about it because i i love watchman yeah, i love all, absolutely. The, all the stuff oh, watchman. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that show and seeing what it'll end up being like uh you're just speculating anyways what this is going to end up being like just yeah, it excites me. I would probably get HBO. We're going to drop it after Game of Thrones. You know, so we've got X amount of weeks to watch some more stuff. We talked about watching Barry. Um, oh, yeah. Since it's out and we've we, we, the whole first season's out and they're starting season two soon and if they haven't already. But uh, I definitely wanted to check it out because it looked like a good show. But for the time being, while we have it and then get rid of it and then whenever that comes back out, whether I think it's this year, isn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. I thought they said it was a closer toward the end of the year, but it was in their rollout, like when they were teasing. Like, I definitely want to watch it. Their shows and everything. Yeah, I um, I, I think I'm just burning out of the like the cookie cutter like it's, it's DC hard. Marvel. It's shit. hard to for me though too because with a lot of these other books that I've been reading, whether it be you know East of West or uh, Oblivion Song or any of these other you know great stories that aren't tied to either Marvel or DC. Yeah. There's so much other story content out there that's better better story content better written even yeah. in some in a lot of aspects that that are out there that need to be i think brought to the light of day and they are and that's what i, I really am appreciating about like the doom patrols and the american gods and like there's good Dom patron there's what Dom patron well that's dc i know <laughs> Dom patron but yeah there, there's so much out there that they're doing that's good and i'm happy for that and i'm not shitting on it in a way that like 
nobody should like it. I'm just saying, I personally. You're gonna say I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce bit. had the greatest album of all time. All Lemonade. Year. Yeah, yeah, Lemonade. Lemonade. Was that it? Shit. That was that. That was that thing that Kanye was talking about. Was Lemonade? I thought that was before that. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um. Oh, you're talking about when he. In- Whenever he interrupted Taylor Swift, and he's just like, "I'm gonna let you finish, Taylor," but I just gotta say. Beyonce had one of the greatest albums of all time. And he got up there on stage and interrupted yeah, her. I don't, I don't think that was Lemonade. Uh, but instead of uh, Lemonade, uh, how about I give you a little Xbox Game Pass Ultimate? Sure. How does that sound? That you know cool. what that is? No. Uh, I mean, I do. Actually, I do. You know what Xbox, Xbox Game Pass is? We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know so. what Ultimate is, though, too. Oh, okay. Well, you want to tell them? No. I mean, it's your, it's your article. You can oh, take it, dude. Uh... Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is a bundle Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold subscription that you can get for $15. They haven't released this yet. This is a, no, this, something this is they're all, kicking around. Like yeah, this ideas. is all pending, but this is all kind of very... Uh, I'm trying to look for the word. This, this is just culminating to the point to where it's like, oh, cool, this makes sense for them to do this for people that want to have access to Xbox and Game Pass on the Switch when they get that. Yeah. Or access to it on the PC whenever they bring everything over yeah. to the PC with that. They're so, kicking so. around all these ideas of what they can do. I think in response to that, even there's been speculation of yeah. PlayStation talking Which, about an, an Ultimate Plus yeah. kind of membership that does different things Which, too. And This would end up saving me money. I, every three months, I think, is what I'm set on. Which I don't know why, because it would, it would end up saving me more money if I did my subscriptions for uh, Xbox Live Gold annually versus you know three months but i'd set it up for three months a long time ago and so every three months it takes out i think it's 24.99 um so i'm paying 24.99 every three months and then game pass itself is ten dollars and so if i bundled it together for fifteen dollars and i did that over a three month span i think i'm saving like what three or four dollars almost maybe something close to that so bundling it together would honestly be uh more beneficial if you want both services obviously it's not going to be beneficial to you at all if you're not going to want any of the Game Pass stuff. You're yeah. better off just to get annual subscription for uh, Xbox Live Gold. But um, if you're interested in the Game Pass service, which I 100% recommend, I think it's it's super solid. They keep adding titles like crazy. This month alone, they've already added like four. And they just announced today that they, before the end of the month, they're going to have another six titles out added nice. into it. Um, I think it was like Monster Hunter World, which we talked about was like one of my favorite games from last year, is going to be added on there for you to play for free as long as you have that game pass. Yeah. Um, the Prey, the remake of Prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Resident Evil 5. I can't remember. The, the, it was the Walking Dead uh, Telltale one, the final one that came out. That's brand new. came out like at the end of the year. Yeah, did they finish for, that up? That's it. That's the, the last frontier, the final frontier, I think is what it's called. Yeah, did they did they release all the episodes yeah, for all them already? Yeah, now. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's out, and that's actually going to be on Game Pass. So if you, I think now on Game Pass, you can literally play uh, full season mm-hmm. one and two, and that's the third one. And they just added the Michonne story, which was the spinoff. Yeah. Uh, so you could play as Michonne. All of them will be on Game Pass at once. Have you played this game? Which one? The Telltale Walking Dead. I've played all of season one. I never played two at all. I had a hard time with the controls of it. Like It's I'm, different that it's just almost because that's Telltale sets up their stuff as like almost seemingly point and click adventure in a way. Kind of like gotcha. the old uh, Monkey Island game yeah. used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still like you have some small controls over your character. Yeah. It almost seems like they should have just like 
let's just either do like let you control your character and select things or let's just let you point and click one yeah. of the two but they decided to do a hybrid which i don't really necessarily the story is what drives me for those games because yeah. they're really cool they're really unique and having your choice to pick out how the story is going to go because they can each each game that they've released that's a telltale title has like four or five endings that you can get and depending nice. on what happens and that's how it works you know like if you play the walking dead one you're playing as lee in the first game and you're taking care of clementine you say something like uh we shouldn't we shouldn't give bread to these you know the extra water we have to these guys because we really need to keep it for us and then it'll pop up above the little girl clementine's head and it'll say clementine will remember that and it just plays out for later on down the road. You I know? see. So there's, and it happens with every character that you interact with in those games. And that's how it plays for all of the games. So whenever you play like the Batman Telltale or mm-hmm. the Fables one, um, the the Fable ones is, is my be- my favorite. Yeah, that the I've Wolf played, Among Us. Is which I'm excited that they're finally going to make a sequel, like a next season to that. Because they released all those episodes. I thought they were gone. Kaput. Telltale. Uh, they, it, their projects that they had that was left got picked up by... Uh, that oh. Skybound, I think, is the name. They finished up that one, and then they've got Skybound, like uh, Robert Kirkman's company. Is it Sky? I don't remember who picked it up. I'll have to look it up. Like Skybound is his uh, his publishing company that does like. No, then it's not. It's Sky something. I can't remember okay. what it is. But Rim. No, it's not Skyrim. Um, they picked it up, and I'm pretty sure they had two projects. They're not going to be able to do the Stranger Things one now. That's done. Oh. But the Fables one was like halfway being made and like almost close to done for it so i think they're gonna finish that too and put it are out. they the ones who finished so walking dead they're the ones that finished the last frontier one and then uh i think they're gonna finish this and that's it after that but I, it made me excited that we might still get that second season of the yeah. fables because it was my favorite out of all of them it's just cool seeing those characters from those comic books brought to life because i really like the fables comics definitely um yeah they are good people um have you watched any of the new season of Walking Dead? Uh, Did you start it yet? Uh, did we talk about that this episode? We, 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 we. Just, it's a yes or no question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I didn't want to spell, spill anything, but um, I don't think I will anyways. Uh, Rick's c- dead. He's not dead. Uh, <gasps> you spoiled <laughs> So they have announced that they're going to do a third Walking Dead spinoff show, yeah. or a, a third Walking Dead show, I should Why say. Why not? Second spinoff, third show, <laughs> um, that will be picked up in 2020, and evidently 2020 is going to be the year of the dead, um, in more ways than one, because uh, you know the Grateful Dead is going to go on like a big tour, supposedly their final tour. In 2020? In 2020. We'll no, get I'm, a new president I in made 2020, that maybe, unless Trump gets re-elected. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, is that really next year? That way, yeah, that's we why we got so many Democrats that are like, "I'm running for president." I'm not paying. It's it's such a hodgepodge of shit we right got, now. We got old Bernie coming back. Guys, gonna ruin everything. Uh, fucking Joe Biden, uh, Elizabeth Warren. I don't know. There's more people. Bo Burnham. But Bo Burnham is too young to run for president. <laughs> How? You have to be 35 or older. Is he not that old? No, he's younger than us. Is he really? Positive. Oh, the way he's that a, he's like twenty-seven. The way that you've referred to this fellow, I, I assumed that he was an older. Whenever man. he did his first like stand-up special on Comedy Central, he was only like sixteen. Oh, really? Yeah, like he was like the youngest person to do a have a stand-up special on Comedy Central. Hmm. 
So right he's, he's, he's a pretty younger fella. There's a lot of people out there, but no, uh, the Grateful Dead is not doing a farewell tour in 2020. You lied to me. I made that up. You son of a bitch. Year of the Dead was just something <laughs> I made up. Um, but yeah, they are talking about big things for Walking Dead next year. Um, it's going to be huge. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be big. So what they <laughs> are looking for, uh, they're essentially what they're trying to plan is that from Super Bowl... All the way to Thanksgiving is nonstop every week. Walking Dead. Jesus Christ, is what they're hoping for. That's what they're shooting for. So this is going to be in in the the greater spectrum of things. We'll have season four. What are we on of Fear? Is it four I think or it's five? five? I think five is what starts really? this summer. Yeah. So this summer will that's in July when it starts. June, July, somewhere okay. there. Yeah. So in July or June we'll have that. We'll yep. get lead up to October and we'll launch Walking Season Dead proper 10, right? of 10, yes. Yep. And then that will bleed through till February and that ends. And then in February, we'll have a pickup of this show, maybe? Potentially, yeah, I guess so. If that would be the case, then we would have a whole fucking fiscal year of nothing but dead going on. All yeah, the I don't time. know what they meant by there being a gap between Thanksgiving and Super Bowl. Because I guess they're competing with games on that. So I don't know if they're adjusting the schedule at that point, too. Maybe if they're going to hold off on the next season of Walking Dead and it won't come back right away. Like with Could Game be. of Thrones, they they had like a grace period of like a year and a half before this season came out because it took so long for them to Could be, yeah. get everything done. Maybe they'll do that with 10. Could be. Um, but so they're, they're kind of leading into that. They've said that this third show is going to be... Uh, more female-led. Um, they seem to ha- mm-hmm. be having good reaction with that. Uh, what I'm hoping for with this show, because I haven't really talked about what this is going to entail, mm-hmm. uh, we saw with Fear when Fear started, it was kind of the right at the cusp of mm-hmm. things starting, uh, which was kind of a cool concept because we didn't see that because Rick was in the hospital and this is Rick's story. Mm-hmm. And so we got to see the beginnings of that what we have seen with Walking Dead now is now jumped into the future where fear didn't jump into the future. Um, and so that's what kind of sets those two shows apart now is they, they jumped fear to match up so they could do some crossover shit, but then fear stayed in the current time. Walking Dead original jumped ahead time. What I'd like to see this show do, I think would be a cool concept, is less zombie and more of a even more into the future where they actually are building back the country, mm-hmm. um, seeing Which, that everything. Would, with that like, would make sense with what they've said about it because in the press release it said the main focus is going to be on two main characters that are both younger females that are like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, yeah. like that young, and that the whole premise of this is this is supposed to be a focus on the first generation to come of age in the apocalypse. So this I is see. going to be. A story that's about kids that were like younger than Carl, maybe not even born, yeah. and then they've been raised in no, they've known nothing other than the apocalypse. Yeah, they know they don't know anything about the past that. world. So that would fit that that time frame if you were like this is further in the future and this like eighteen year old girls that are like we don't know what you're talking about when you talk about this old retro TV show that yeah. because we don't know what fucking yeah. TV is. What's Sega? Yeah, yeah. that um, kind of a thing. But so I thought that would be that'd be cool. And then you're dealing with minimal zombies, so you're not competing for that zombie factor yeah in there and maybe they deal with it from time to time it's like oh we there's there's still a remnant of an of walkers still around or whatever but yeah i kind of thought that that would be a really cool thing the other thing we had talked about that i thought would be a neat thing but maybe more of a, a cinematic approach would be give me the walking dead in another country 
show yeah. me what's going on in South America or show me what's Which going is on. what we talked about European. a little bit too with like the spinoffs with the uh, the Rick movies or whatever yeah, that might be. That's a more maybe he'll like maybe. be like dropped into uh, you know London and he's like in England for one movie and yeah. they're just like we have to move our group to France France is like a safe haven yeah. or some shit and then you go to Paris which I always yeah. play into they let Brian K. Vaughn write a, a story about Rick's brother in Spain when the whole zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. came on so could they actually bring this to the point where we get maybe the helicopter was working for Rick's brother and well, they were getting him do you think Rick's brother has uh, still the I don't know Coral you know, that kind of accent? Or do you think he, he has a thick, Spanish accent? I, I don't think he has either, honestly. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've also said that Fear is going to be picking up a storyline from the original Walking Dead show. So it sounds like maybe they're going to continue to play with some of the characters from the time jump. They have Morgan already, and they've talked about Dwight being in, the, in Fear of the Walking Dead as That's well. Cool. So... Potentially, Yoakum? yeah, Dwight Yoakam is going to be in Fear the Walking Dead. Not far-fetched because he is an actor from time to time. Yeah, so, it would be cool if he uh, uh, had a song to play for us <laughs> in one episode. Um, I had that with, uh, what was that? Game of Thrones had, last season had, um, what's his name? Uh, Ginger, singer-songwriter. Ed Sheeran. Okay. He was on there and he was he was playing a song on his like sitar in there at one point in time. It like, took up like 45 seconds and I was nice. just like, you did that on purpose. <laughs> um... Do you want to talk about a theory I have, or do you want to wait, um, depending on if it's where a, you're at in the story? We're literally getting to, I think, episode five, so the next episode is the one where uh, Rick is about to leave. Okay. Or whatever happens, and no real major characters have died or okay. anything at this point in time, so if your spoiler has anything to do with somebody that is no, no longer exist anymore... It's not spoilery, even. Okay. It's more theory-like. Um, and wishful thinking is that, um, and you, you've read the books? Yes, no. I've not read this far. Do you know anything about I know the about back the, half? I know of... about the Whispers okay. as far as that goes. Cool. That's what I want to know. Okay. So Whispers ran by a, a lady called Alpha and her sidekick named Beta. Beta. Uh-huh. Um, in the in the actual comic book story. Could you tell me this real quick? Yeah. I don't know if it's super spoilery. Is Anne's or Janice or however you, Giannis or however yeah. you say it, is the A or the B? Is that Alpha Beta? Mm-hmm. Is that Whisperer stuff? No. Has do you know what that eventually leads to at in this season? What uh, what the whenever he, the guy on the, the trash she's queen? Talking, yeah, whenever she's talking, he's like, "Is it an A or a B?" Oh no, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I didn't even notice that. I didn't know if that had any tie to it because they still don't answer that. That happened since. When you see when you see Anne the first time before she's with their group, yeah, and before the whole thing happens with Simon and the mowing down all the trash yeah. people, um, you see that whenever they have, uh, I think it was, who was in there with Rick? Was it uh, was it the pastor? Was he there with him? They had them both. They had him. They had Rick in uh, one of the storage containers. It looks oh, like a train uh-huh. car, and then they marked A on it in last season. And then before they even referenced this stuff at the beginning of the season, uh, so they're like, Rick was an A, and then this guy was a B that was with him or something, because uh, she makes reference to what's his name? Fucking Gabriel. Yeah. When she makes reference to him in that episode at one point in time before she knocks him out and says, "I always thought you were a B," and she knocks him out. 
because she I thought she that uh, he was with him and he she marked a B on the the big door whenever she had him before. That's interesting. So, I didn't know if this so, was tied to alpha beta because A and B. It has it doesn't nothing. as far as they've right. shown so far, and also does not tie into the actual story uh, in the comic books of okay. alpha and beta. But that There's, doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything because just making like a whole big deal out of this well thing. i'm wondering if they're actually if they're flagging because alpha's the leader she's mm-hmm. the alpha dog and beta is her sidekick being more of like the muscle and a great follower mm-hmm. so in theory could this group that Anne's talking to be the people who put alpha in charge are they organizing groups are, are they putting these people out and saying you're the alpha and you're the beta of this group and they're almost like a, like a human experimentation yes. type of a thing in a way. Yes, because that the they got to the lady in the van, right? Like you've you've seen the lady. Was there a lady in a van at some point? Um, this season, or was it last season? There was a lady that was in last season. Then she came out, and she seemed like she was like super nice and wanted to help yeah, out. And everybody weird. was just like. Why are you fucking trying to help us and, and stuff then, like that? But then that was kind of unresolved as well. Yeah, that was. And that's why everybody assumed that she was tied to the, the helicopter. helicopter people. And I think so too. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they're all part of this experiment group putting alphas in charge and marking alphas and betas and grabbing them and putting them in groups. Okay. Um, I like that theory. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of things... Is, yes, what so, you were saying. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. It ended up being really neat. Um, is that so in the in the comic book story, Rick and Negan end up having to work together after the whispers at in some time. That's not giving really anything away. Um, but Rick's gone, obviously. And uh Beta being played by um yeah, Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, okay. Uh he's kind of a like he's a good actor. Ryan Hurst, that's his name. Okay. Uh Ryan Hurst is good, and I don't know if they would put him in a show just expecting him to not be in there very long, because Beta doesn't last a very, like, a super long time in the comic book story. Um, He does last a decent amount of time, but Ryan Hurst is really good, and... Holy shit, he's scary as hell in that. Yeah. Is that, that's him? That's Ryan, yeah. Jesus Christ. So... What I'm hoping for... It looks like a devil's reject thing. Yeah. (laughs) What I'm hoping for is that Negan starts taking on the role of Rick somehow. He he makes this good to become someone that they decide they can kind of trust. And then he has to put away Beta. And they have a a Rick-Negan relationship between Negan and Beta. And so Ryan Hurst gets to stay around on the show longer. I'm assuming that Negan is still okay. Negan's still around, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's Because still I around. didn't know because that, that happened, like, right now in the episode, I think Maggie's on her way to Alexandria to try to kill Negan because she's, like, tired of it. And that was yeah. where, like, Daryl and Rick got in a fight and they fell in that giant fucking oh, hole yeah. that was just there. Yeah. I told Mandy, I was just like, this show's real coincidental. Oh, look at that hole there. I was like, when there was, like, there's a second where they're walking up to this truck and they're, they're outside of this house and the house has, like, Something that's slapping up against the side of the house. There was like, that noise is going to draw a herd. You know, like, we need to go to resolve this. And then somebody looks in this truck and there's like, here, take this giant pitchfork that I just found in this truck. And then use it as a weapon to go take care of these guys. And then, of course, like, 
the things bust out of the house and it's just like oh well we could have avoided this but we made way more noise than what needed to be made in the first place and then they take it down like angrily mm-hmm. um and it was just like the like the hole was there and i was just like why is there a big hole here like this that is now a zombie pit I think there were were there like there was a construction truck or something there wasn't there like they were working on a i don't know I I, the a... only reason why i thought i thought rationally that a hole was there at any point in time or should have been there was maybe it was correlated with because they were trying to they knew that there were those two giant herds yeah and they were like we need to get them on the either side because we don't want them to get to the bridge we're trying to build because it'll make the bridge collapse maybe yeah um they were like trying to set up like all the stuff with the walkie system and making sure that they stayed on track and yeah. never merged and then dealt with them and i was like maybe that's why those holes were there maybe those were like big traps and they just didn't realize they were that close to one yeah like some of them might fall in this hole let's mm-hmm. fucking just dig a really big hole yeah. You know, I don't know if that's the case or what, but yeah, um, this is the one I guess Alpha her look made me think of when we talked about it before. It looks like a a Slipknot mask that she's oh, wearing on her face, like, like Corey Taylor's yeah. mask or something at some point. But yeah, I I really think that there's something there. I think that Negan could potentially uh, play a a more uh, a kinder role. I mean, he does throughout the story in the comic book. Uh, he's a schmoozer. Like he, he definitely knows his way around. Like getting people's attention and being like, "I am good." He Look is, at me. I was gonna say he does get to a point where he's kind of good, yeah. doesn't he? In this comic, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping for him to kind of take a bigger role because I don't think that Daryl or Norman Reedus is is the person that he's never gonna be a Rick. No, that character just isn't inherently a leader. He's yeah. a he's an outcast. He's kind of like he'll follow. Say, like, he'll help. He's a beta. I'm excited because, <laughs> which Mandy's kind of, if I remember right, when we talked about it, she's kind of nah. We don't need the Rick movies and stuff, and I get that to a certain extent. But part of me almost thought that that would have been a better dynamic for the movies to stand alone. If you did it with Norman Reedus, if you had Daryl be the one that was gone. And Rick was still here and was the central, like, to trying to keep the group together, whatever kind of dynamic shit that happens. Yeah. And then if he had his own adventures, because he would be great in, like, his own standalone stuff like that and give him a kind of a spotlight that's not like, I'm leading a group, but I'm going on these fucking missions yeah. overseas or some shit yeah. like that. And then you're in Spain and I'm just like, oh, you're Rick's brother. How in the world did I ever so happen to meet up with you? Kind of a thing. I thought that would be How good. coincidental. Yeah, uh, I got to deal with another Grimes in this movie. What? <laughs> he's got some quippy line. He's like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, he's like the Will Smith of of uh, gritty white dudes. Uh, I got two things. Oh, I got three things total, but could, two things I want to do back to back. You can talk about them all. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let you go after <laughs> these two. Uh, rumor is starting to show up about a couple of different things uh, tied to Destiny Three, and it might not be. Uh, the rumor is showing that it's supposed to be coming out a lot sooner than what people are thinking. Like we might get a trailer as like a reveal trailer very, very soon. Um, and most speculation kind of leans toward, uh, there being another big DLC coming out for destiny two before we're done with it completely, because that's how destiny one happened. We had destiny one was out for a full year. We got a really big first DLC um, with the Taken King, um, and it had a bunch of different events that would happen throughout that thing, and then throughout that whole year, it came to the third year, and we had one more big DLC with the Rise of Iron, 
and then uh, then we had the dissipation, and then we had the release of Destiny 2. Destiny 2 came out. We had that full fiscal year that happened. We had some DLC that came out with it beforehand, but then we got the release of uh, Forsaken, and now we've got the annual patch that came out with Forsaken that has those individual events that have been happening that all the time on, on there, and we're in that second year now. And people were speculating, oh, we'll probably just get one more really big DLC this September, and that will be our entry into that. A lot of people are saying maybe not this September that we'll get Destiny 3, but we'll get an announcement very soon, maybe even as early as E3, and maybe we'll just skip out on that. And then now that Bungie's on their own, let's be like, hey, Destiny 3 is coming out 2020, check this trailer out kind of a thing, and then we'll just have another small year window maybe of just some extra content coming out for destiny 2 that will kind of tie in and lead us up to the events and everything that will happen in destiny 3 and we'll have its own new big unique story so i'm excited because i love destiny to death um i love the lore and i love the story i'm really excited to see what they're going to do with it in the scope and scale of things and how it's going to kind of tie together because i think they said once they had this trilogy done that that's going to be the finale of the story and if they ever do anything else with it, it might be some kind of a weird spin-off or something. But this will be like the culmination of everything will lead up to three, and that's the fun finale of a trilogy. Um, tied into that, which is the article that I had saved, uh, apparently there's an English student that was caught um, going on to the Destiny Lore website, which is called the Ishtar Collective. Um, they found uh, this English student, this teacher caught their student going on to the Ishtar Collective to write up, like, these fantasy stories that he's making up. Nice. But it's just the fucking original Destiny's storyline. <laughs> and the Ishtar Collective's Twitter got this email, and they screenshot it and shared it on their Twitter. It says, sorry to bother you. Essentially, your entire website was turned into me as a journal entries from one of my students. May I confirm that you are not written by a boy named Lucas? Thank you from Jennifer Bleh, English Educator. Um, so they got that, they wrote back to her. I think this might be one of the best three emails ever received at the Ishtar Collective. If anyone asks, we're now called Lucas, trying to help and defend the boy That's for funny. trying to write out something for oh that. Boy. But I just thought it was really funny that like, even just general plagiarism of a story, video game plot line, the teacher finally found out about it and nailed the kid for it. But I just thought it was kind of funny to share. <laughs> What you got for me? Wow. Um, well, we got a confirmation that Ryan Johnson <gasps> is directing the first in the trilogy of uh, Star Wars movies mm -hmm. that the Game of Thrones showrunners are writing. And these so he's, he's direct they're they're tied together now? Yeah, yeah. I don't he was he was directing. He was never I don't think he was ever necessarily uh, like I thought it was doing I everything. thought his trilogy was separate from the David Vinyas and David Weiss's. Um I don't think so i regardless i, don't I know. let's see originally ryan johnson was thought to be developing his own star wars series but okay. it appears that they were always one and the same the studio expressed excitement regarding the development in the press release so did he write the story for episode eight yes he wrote so he directed wrote last directed. jedi this could be really cool because direction wise i thought last jedi was like beautifully done it was the different. way he directed the yeah. choreography it yeah. looks awesome and with their writing on it this could be really fucking cool and they've announced that it is old republic yes yeah i yeah. saw that before i'm super stoked for this yeah. so i want to see so this is what's the the very is bane the very first i don't remember what's this his stuff. name you know what i'm talking about like there the is first a darth bane. Sith. he's like the first big sith 
He's the one that comes up with the rule of two. Yes, you are correct about that. I don't know if I don't know where he's at in the timeline, I'm but pretty sure Bane he's, is this because Old Republic is like four thousand years prior to everything. I see. And this, I think, if they do this and they do this right, then they could tell the origin story of the Jedi Order kind of developing and starting their own, like how we kind of come about things, and then having the separation that happens and Darth Bane becoming Darth Bane, gotcha. and then gathering an apprentice and they have a trilogy that kind of centers around the first Darth yeah. versus, you know, the first Sith versus Jedi battle that kind of kind of comes to culmination. They're like before Vader, before Maul. Well, they talk about Bane. I think Bane came up with a concept that is similar to what happens in Star Wars Legacy, which he that that Darth that's in there ends up coming up with like he has like 12 apprentices and it's like everybody kind of feeds off of each other but it like the main Darth that is in control mm -hmm. almost like gives up pieces of himself and becomes weaker because of it I think Bane was that way at first if I'm thinking correctly story-wise if, if you guys have any inclination if you, if you know better than me please tweet at me, tweet at me and tell me please because I want to know for sure. But I think that he started that, and that's why he came up with the rule of two. And, like, him and his apprentice kill the rest of the other Sith at the end of it. So that's, like, what kind of leads up to it. And that would be a really cool story to mm -hmm. see as it goes along. Like, him having multiple apprentices, them trying to rise up against him. And him just being, like, enough. And fucking, like, a big Sith-on-Sith Sith battle. Yeah. Hot Sith-on-Sith Sith action. That's what I, I hope that we see... Um more in in our in our kind of back end trilogy with episode nine is what happened with the Knights of Ren <laughs> and and kind of where that goes because yes. that kind of sounds like the same similarity and mm -hmm. Knights of Ren is definitely a J.J. Abrams beat like yeah. that's kind of came from him so hopefully just, we'll get to see I know see you've it. never watched Game of Thrones in general or anything but the writing on that show is so fucking solid and top notch. Just having them at the helm of this writing good time. and knowing that he's directing. Like I said, I had no issues with Last Jedi like a lot of people did. Yeah. It was different than the other movies for sure. But I thought it was still a solid movie. And with his eye that he has for this in direction and having them write it, it seems like a really good match, honestly. And having it be this story just makes me super stoked. And I'm glad to be part of a... It's going to be part of a non-Skywalker thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for Definitely. more non-Skywalker story. <laughs> I'm not that I'm fed up with it. I'm just like, all right, we get it. You guys are special. Come on. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of galaxy out there. It doesn't have to be. And they've done yes. they've proven that with the last uh, the two saga yeah, the, movies. Yeah, and the, your solo and your your Rogue ones. Yeah, too and, stuff and too. Star Wars Rebels has nothing to do with Skywalkers and. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, we got a title for the season nine of American Horror Story. <gasps> what is it? 1984. Oh, yeah. Mandy told me that earlier. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. So, it is, uh, it's kind of vague. Uh, it could potentially be tied to, like, this... the the book 1984, I've never read. I don't, it's kind of a, I, from, a dystopian kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's supposed to be very, it's scary because there's a lot of similarities when that book was written, obviously, before 1984 hit, yeah. you know. You know, dozens of years before even, mm -hmm. and then it got to a point to where it was nineteen eighty, around nineteen eighty. But nowadays, and it has a weird, eerie semblance to some of the way that he wrote how things would be in this dystopian future. 
kind of culminate to kind way big things brothery, are right? now. Like it's... Yeah, Big Brother's watching you. Yeah. They talked about certain devices being in your house, which is kind of similar to like Google Home and Alexa yeah. and you know and Echo Dots or whatever. And how all of these people are always constantly listening to you and yeah. uh, devices like smartphones are kind of roughly mentioned into it too. And it's kind of weird how all that stuff like mm-hmm. harkens back to it, but. I thought I'd heard that it's supposed to be kind of like a horror sci-fi-esque almost okay. in a way. Not space sci-fi, but in like maybe alien-ish in a way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I told Mandy, I'm pretty sure I'd heard in a read in an article that I think Evan Peters is not in this Correct. one. Correct. He, he is sitting this he, one He out. said something to the effect of like, I've been doing this for like eight years. I'm a little burnt out on being like super psychotic horror villain all the time kind and this of a isn't, thing. isn't the first time that he's taken a, a year off right like he's been he's been in every single one he has been in every single yep. one really yep. i don't know why i thought that he had taken a year off somewhere in there nope uh, he'd been in every one is he in asylum mm-hmm. oh. yep he was one of the he like danny boy or something he was like an inmate that was in there with him too maybe it's maybe there's certain seasons where he's not a prominent character and that's kind of more like hotel he's not you know, no, he's, yeah, he's he's just the backseat. I think he was that way in three as well. Yeah. Um, not really in it as much. So that um, maybe that's kinda of what I'm thinking is like he's taken a lesser role at times. Yeah, and I'm so, pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's been in every single season. Yeah. But cool. yeah, I mean like I wouldn't blame the guy. If I had to do that for eight years straight in a row, I wouldn't mm-hmm. I would be okay with being like, I think I'll sit this one out for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um the switch online is getting the Punch Out and the Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels this month. Mm-hmm. They've um, already hit. They did already hit. Mm-hmm. Nice. I haven't been on my Switch in a while. Um, I just figured out that you can reorganize the games on your Switch. Yeah, uh, you on the Nintendo Online side. Um, I was I was goofing on there, and the cat jumped up on my hand and made me hit a button, and I was like, "What the hell just happened?" And then I realized that I was like, "Oh, I can move games around on in the order on the Nintendo yeah. Online stuff." <laughs> So it's actually like well, I'm, shout out I, to I won't, I won't have to t- <laughs> I won't have to talk about it in the uh, the next episode. But for probably the past three weeks, my Switch has not been able to get online. So the next patch update that was on there, anything that was Nintendo Switch online or Nintendo Online service, so the NES titles, whatever, I have not had access to for almost a month. And uh, I I assumed that it was correlated with my internet in the house being so like fucking garbage, and it still is. But uh, I, I don't know what was going on with it. I, I've left it on the dock for over a week now, and I decided today that I was going to undock it and just mess with it and see if there was anything I could do to it. And I tried, you know, for two, two, three days in a row, just keping, kept messing with it, messing with it, trying to see if I could get it to connect to an internet connection. Um, and when I checked it today, it had already done the software update somehow on its own. I yeah. guess it was just in sleep mode, and it did it. Yeah. Somehow it connected. Uh, it already done the soft did the software update. Every game was already up to date with its like everything was already up to date on it. I went to the Switch, uh, the NES online stuff, and uh, looked at all, opened up all the new titles, and moved some stuff around. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nice. Yep, it's very nice. Um, and then, do you have more news? I, I'm just gonna keep rattling shit off, but I don't want to. I don't want to tell but you. My, one of my last big things was that Borderlands, uh, the developer announced that they're going to have a game of the year edition come out for uh, PC, uh, PS4, and Xbox this April. Um, uh, pretty soon, actually, it was just kind of a surprise announcement. And this is a full, complete overhaul remaster of the first game. They've done some slight like HD tuning 
to uh, the first and second games. It was called the Handsome Collection, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, along with the announcement of that, they also did a like a developer teaser trailer uh, for the fact that we're going to get Borderlands 3 pretty soon. And it's been, uh, I think, like six or seven years since we've heard anything between you know Borderlands 2 and this. We knew it was on the horizon, but we've known about that since that game ended. Um, but Borderlands 3 is officially been announced, and I would assume... Uh, we might get like a little teaser trailer, but more news news about it coming close to E3 since we're only like a month and a half, two months out now at this point for that happening. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Obviously, I don't know what episode that'll be, 50-something I would assume at that point in time, but we'll probably have another giant E3 episode at, oh. at that point. I yeah. would, uh, but that's all the uh, all the big news I got for me. Cool. Um, they launched a teaser uh, for Season 4 of Lucifer. Nice. Uh, where that Netflix is picking up, they've mm-hmm. had the they put the show up on their first three seasons uh, for you to kind of get up to date. Uh, today is six hundred and sixty six hours until the release date of the next season in May on May eighth. Uh, cool. So they did. That I didn't even know it had a, had a date tied to it. Yet. Yes, they just announced it. Everything was kind of popped out today. All at once. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's ten episodes. Um, they're kind of doing a more condensed, it was like a 20 to 22 episode yeah. show when it was out, which led for like a kind of longer drawn out police procedural did kind you of watch, feeling. Did you watch it? Watch it. I watched the first season and I kind of dropped off in the second. Did you like it? Um, yeah, it was just, it was kind of long. Um, I Pre- liked the premise of it, but it just didn't like police procedural in like the same vein that we get like a Gotham police procedural in that kind of a way. Or? No, like uh law and order more than Gotham. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, kind of, I guess, a a slightly less... Well, you haven't watched Constantine yet, have you? Not yet, no. Um, Constantine had a little bit more going for it also. But those, those hour-long shows where... And they're not dealing with a lot of high um, kind of... A lot of different things coming in from otherworldly things, if you will. I guess dealing with a lot more real crime in, in the Lucifer kind of thing uh so i'm kind of interested to see how it's going to go and it may have gotten even better as they went on because i know that neil gaiman was voiced uh god in there and they did a lot more different things as the show went on so it could have gotten better cool. uh when it came to bringing in things from outside of the normal like earth i uh things going on there uh but yeah they are they are finishing out this and then it's kind of, you don't know what exactly Netflix is going to do if they're going to finish it on, but it's supposedly supposed to wrap up where they had gotten canceled so that they're tying up some loose ends and maybe they'll get some more new loose ends if, if the show does well, or we may just see the season four and that's it. Um, we also got the first image of the Batman Hush animated show that's going to, mm-hmm. movie that's going to be made. Um, and hopefully just like everything else that's been going on, I'm pretty sure they have committed, uh, this is fun fact, DC Universe, the app gets those movies on launch day. Cool. Um, so if you have DC Universe, you don't have to buy these movies when they come out. They're, they're on your app ready to roll. Uh, we also got a poster for a new movie called Charlie Says, which is a new Charlie Manson movie and evidently charlie manson's all the rage we've got this is the third uh movie within this this year yeah that is it uh, came out last year oh really well it's 2018 so maybe it was like a cans thing you know what i mean 
Oh, I don't know. You know, like a, like a Cannes Film Festival type Looks thing? Looks like or... the release date's going to be May 17th. May, yeah, but I just meant like tagged for 2018. Oh, Maybe it came out at a, you could see it at like a Cannes Film Festival. Like or a, fa- something. a then, festival movie. Yeah. So this is the third movie that is uh, being released uh, that Smith? has to do, yeah. Uh, this is the third movie that has to be that's released that has to do with Charles Manson for 2019. So it's the year of the Manson, I guess. But yeah, Matt Smith is playing Charles Manson, the titular character. I think it's just like Manson died the last year. Mm, I thought it was year? longer than that. I don't remember. I, I thought it was like I thought it was more recent. I was just like maybe it's just like they were waiting for him to die and everybody and their brother was just like yeah it'd be really cool to write a story about Charles Manson. Yeah, you should write something about Charles Manson. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, my final little piece of uh, newsy for you. Um, they have reportedly, they've, I, I always love this, they've reportedly confirmed, which means that nobody actually knows what the fuck's going on. Uh, but Disney Plus is supposedly launching in November now. Um, they've also talked about they are developing a Hawkeye TV series with Jeremy Renner. Okay. Um, so essentially, everybody that isn't like the big four of the Avengers is going to have their is going to get a TV show because we're getting the Loki one potentially that's being uh, developed. We're getting the um, the one with Scarlet Witch, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch, yeah, uh, that's being developed, and then this one. Um, believe it or not, this seems like the better way to have a Hawkeye. Like, I would think so. I would. I would. I, I think this will play out more than. This will play out better than him even just being in the movies in the first place. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this seems like a better route for yeah. him. And what it sounds like is this is actually going to be... And all, I guess, all, and I didn't realize this, all of these Marvel TV shows that they've talked about so far are all, like, limited series. They're all going to be, like, yeah. uh, like an eight episode or ten episode or whatever it. the hell it is, and then they're done. They're going to tell a story um, that they don't want to necessarily put a big-budget movie behind. Uh, this one is the one that they're talking about for Hawkeye is actually Jeremy or is uh, not Jeremy Renner. Yeah, it is Jeremy Renner, but it's Hawkeye's retirement story and him training Kate Bishop to be the next Hawkeye. Um, and so this kind of could be cool if the female Hawkeye is incorporated in the next in the new movies, phase yeah. kind of a thing. It's yeah. like, oh, well, that's kind of a cool way to introduce these characters mm-hmm. is if they're kind of. Planning on leading those into there. This in-game movie coming out will be like the last iteration that we see him becoming like, oh, I'm Ronan now, kind of a thing. I've hit like my final iteration before I'm going to be like the retired Hawkeye, kind of a thing. Maybe that'll be like the last time we see him. Then you get this show, you have that tie over, and then the next time we see a big Avengers, they'll have to call in Kate Bishop. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah, and that would be cool. And we do see him working with a little girl in the trailer for Endgame. Like he, he looks like he's working she he's training her how to use the bow and arrow so is that our kate bishop and are we going to get like are they going to lead it in from in game and then push it back out into the next thing i was like that would be kind of cool yeah i think i heard speculation speculation too that they said that uh we might be getting the the female like thor thing and then the same vein of like natalie portman like that character coming back and that being our female thor because I'd seen like in a recent interview with her, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, I would absolutely like love to be in these movies if they asked me to come back and to do anything like that." Did they ever say why she didn't come back? Like why? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they, they just, even he just addressed never, it. He hasn't returned to Earth though either. So Other than just in the Avengers, yeah. But, I mean, not not reason. like in his standalone movies. No. Yeah, because was she was was she in the second one in Dark World? I think just for a like bit at the, in beginning. the beginning, and that was okay. it. Okay. So, and I guess that kind of explains it away, yeah. but. 
I mean, I would love to see Natalie Portman. It's not like I, and I don't necessarily want to see, just give me the opposite gender version of all of these characters or the opposite race version of all these characters. Like, I think it's Anthony Mackie going to be the Captain America hmm. going into it. But, um, and Don Cheadle's going to be, is Don Cheadle or is it, uh, Don Cheadle's, yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah he's he's War Machine. That's right. Who was it at the very beginning? It was uh, Tyrese. Not Tyrese. It was. Uh, uh, I can't think of his it name. It doesn't now. matter. Um, I think he has a T in his name. Uh, <laughs> was it? That he's was got the, a. Was that the first Iron Man? Yeah. Um, as uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. yeah. We got there. Who needs IMDb when you got our brains? Uh, yes. I couldn't uh, think of his real name either. <laughs> But but I'm okay with it. I mean, it's cool. I, w- I would prefer to see a, a Riri version of... A Riri? A, like an Ironheart uh, version of uh, Iron mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Than to see... And I'd like to see like a Young Avengers next. I don't want to necessarily see I heard that old people Avengers again. At some again. point in time, there's going to be a tie-in with Obadiah Stane's son. Oh, yeah? In one of these movies or something coming up forward. I don't, I don't know which one, but I was just like, that would be really cool to have another, just another tie back to, to that kind yeah. of a thing. Why not? I mean, you got a whole, you know, you got a whole string of shit. Let's make it inter interlock in a way that some people think is cool, but other people are like, I don't get it, and it doesn't really matter. There's no skin in the game. Um, I like the idea of all these things. I'm not gonna watch them all. Like I said earlier, I'm not gonna. You're like, oh, he's shitting on it on one side of his mouth, and the other side he's licking its asshole. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna watch it all, but I like the idea that they're doing this stuff. We talked about it, but a good thing for like all of these speculations or just kind of shitting out all these cool ideas would be a good thing to do for like a dinner time podcast. If we didn't have something that we just watched like in theaters together or anything like that what we wanted to talk about, something that we had tossed around the idea of was potentially just going out to dinner at some place, eating in a nice restaurant or whatever, and then just recording a podcast then and there so that way you guys could kind of have like a roundtable conversation incorporated with just the two of us like normal but we'll be eating out instead you'll be listening to us chew food while we're talking (laughs) yeah but i feel like it gives a little bit more of a homey feeling like you're like you're there with us kind of a thing tied to it but you'll be able to hear more of the shit out in the world not homey like homey. no i was thinking ironic because we had to leave your house to make it feel more homey yes it is (laughs) but you know what i mean not so cut and clean format we're eating we're just talking about whatever the fuck comes up kind of a thing but this be good topics to kind of have it that type of a thing like this soup's real good the soup is real good um and also if i wanted to to talk to you online oh you're you're i thought you were gonna go straight into yours and i was like that's a great no i know if i wanted to talk to you online um like if you just for example like if you had like a website or something you or text me at 618-318-94822 no don't do that that wasn't my phone number who's Plus is that the, no it's nobody's oh I mean, you sure don't know somebody. that <laughs> you could gave out somebody's phone number somewhere i also put too many numbers in it what did you say I said six one eight three one eight nine four something two two. Like I gave it five uh, numbers on the back what if end. He, what if they type? If they type in any of those four, it could go to somebody's phone number. It could. I mean, but that's just the way phone numbers that's work. As bad as me singing uh, Creed. Um, <laughs> you it, were gonna get flagged because we gave somebody's false number out. No, I don't think we get flagged for anything. No, I'm a false number. You are a false number. It is the number nine. I am uh, at random hero. You're a X-I-X false bottom on everything. Random Hero XIX 19. That's 19. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. I had everything. Yeah. Where are you? 
I, I'm in your house. Where, where you at? Where you be, dog? Where you at? I'm usually rolling in my cube. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you can find me at Shad Schubert on uh, most of the things. Um, and then if you want some outdated reviews and shit like that, uh, go to ShadSchubert.com. I love it. Uh, I also love uh, The Lion King in theaters July 19th. Uh, go to imdb.com slash the Lion King in theaters July 19th. I don't, I don't know if they'll be running that ad. Feel New Zealand. <laughs>